After all, a lone survivor was the only one who could tell the tale of what happened. Um, I'm gonna be honest, nothing, nothing happened. That is right. <laughs> What's up, Internet? Welcome uh, <laughs> to the Nerdy, the Wordy, the Book Club. This is uh, Nerdy. That's my dumb face. And I'm Clarus. That's a smart face. What? <laughs> I, well, I'm the dumb face. You're the smart face. That, that, that's how this works. Welcome to the show. This is chapters 10 through 15 of Crossroads of Twilight, the 10th book of The Wheel of Time. And if you are just joining us, um, Why? <laughs> This, this is a weird, a weird point weird to drop on. To start. Uh, if this is your first episode, go back and listen to any other episode first. This is not going to be the best one, um, but th- this might this might be the one where I complain the most. The most? No, no, no I, I don't think so. Zedarog. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh God. Uh, Zedarog. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for that super duper chat. Um, Expanse reactions. Yes, if you missed it, we did drop our first episode reaction to Expanse on yes, Wednesday. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, we're so excited to be starting that show, y'all. I'm so excited to get on that journey. I wish we could yeah. speed it up, but we just we don't have time at the moment. Yeah. But we might at some point because I don't want to take over a year to watch that show. So we'll we'll see what happens. Fair enough. Uh. Um. Zedrog says they finished A Memory of Light 10 years ago today on their wow. 48th birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Zedrog! What? <clears throat> We'd sing happy birthday for you, but that song is owned by Warner Brothers. Wait, what? <clears throat> I sing it on stream all the time. Yeah, but that's Twitch. Nobody cares about Twitch. Happy birthday, you. Happy birthday, you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, you. It's half the song. Zedrog, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. You just got a unique experience. The first ever version of that birthday song. No, that's not There's true. There's no way anyone has sung that before. We did it in Young Canadians for half birthdays. It was like, no, no, sorry, uh, you singers. If it, Because we only, we didn't go through the summer. If you had a summer birthday, you'd get a half birthday song. <laughs> you singers were weird. Um, also, send some of this monkey. I hear they need some coffee. <laughs> and a lot of closed <laughs> discussion in the spoiler chat. <laughs> We will we will definitely send Monkey um, some Did my some thing just break? Um, Blue, a whole year. Blue's been a member for 12 months, Clarus. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 we'll on. get to it. We'll get to it. Let's do it in order. See, Sarmi, thank you. Welcome back to the nerd table. For being a month. And then Blue gifted 50 memberships. <laughs> Blue, is that is that excitement for the expanse as well? Cause I... <laughs> no, Blue just really likes Elaine. Blue's like, it's Elaine week, baby. This is my favorite storyline. Pregnant Elaine. Um, um, Evan DeSora, thank you for joining the Nargs. First live show in a while. I'm so happy to be here. Go Bills and Jags this weekend. Go Giants. Everyone, if you could if you could spare some love and some thoughts for my New York football Giants, um, I would really appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Oh, you're wearing your pants. I am wearing my Giants pants. I'm wearing a black t-shirt. I'm being boring today, but. Uh, so boring. Trevor Fast, thank you for joining the Nargs for eight months. Welcome Happy back. Friday. Happy Friday. Blue, thank you. My my blue. Wow. Uh, Madang blue dude. Um, I I never thought that the Blue Man Group would be such a uh, <laughs> sponsor of the show. But it's not B L U E Man Group. It's B L O. It's the Blue Man Group. Anyone, if you if you got if you've gotten a membership from Blue, if you've been gifted a membership, you are part of the Blue Man Group. Is that a is that dumb merch? If we sell Blue Man Group shirts, 
I don't know, blue, is that dumb? Is this, is, is this a terrible joke? But people are like, what's a blue man group? And I'm like, you don't, don't understand? Just, just don't ask. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of merch. Oh, my God. Do you have the link to drop? Oh, yeah, yeah. We dropped new merch. Guys. We don't. I, I was hoping ours would get here by now. but So we could wear it? Yeah. yeah. Guys, we dropped our um, uh, convention shirt. Um, so we've got one for each of the Aja colors. Um, yeah, so you you, you have to choose yeah. your text color to get different colors of um, uh, products. Yeah, of the shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the white text and then the black text because obviously the black text is not going to show up on the black shirt. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, yeah. Those are now available for you guys. Uh, Kevin, welcome back to the Nerd Table for 10 There's minutes the as black well. text shirt. And... <clears throat> Yeah, so those are now available if you're going to be at JordanCon or even Wheel of Time Con, um, and you want to just <clears throat> let people know that you've probably, you probably mostly have read all of the books. But if you're like us, and you want to avoid spoilers. Yeah, and if you know of a good, like if some, anyone knows what like the best um, fabric marker is for it, let us know. Sharpie probably works, but yeah. Here's um, the thing. I actually know like one of the people who runs the Blue Man Group, so they wouldn't sue me because we're friends. I, I, that's not a joke. We're like, friends. I know one of the administrators. Um, oh wow! All right, that, well, that's one of those things where you're in New York and you're like, "Who's directing your show?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, they're like the associate or whatever of the Blue Man Group." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a what a what a wild morning. <laughs> Uh, Christian Rapper says, why did you guys stop wearing your merch on the podcast? We do. We just, we only have like three things. And so we switch it up. Yeah. We're, we're waiting. We're, we, we ordered our convention shirts. Um, we've got yeah. a few more things that are like in the works that we're, we're trying to get done. Um, we'll keep wearing merch on the podcast. We're just, we're like, I, I only have two merch shirts right now. And, and so I only I, have one shirt and the beanie. So it's like. So like, I'm not going to wear, I'm not just going to like alternate between those two shirts. Especially like, I'm not going to wear Cad Swain suck stuff if she's not in the reading that week. And also, there's she's mentioned this week. Kat Swain mentioned. She's mentioned. Yeah. yeah, I also like it's winter time right now, so I'm wearing t-shirts a lot less. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's cold in our house. Yeah, it's chilly. It snowed. Yeah, last it snowed night. last night. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's um let's talk a little bit. Uh, do we have any housekeeping? We don't, right? Um, housekeeping. Um, if you're part of the Discord, uh, Nerdy did post in the Discord. Y'all, we are so close to the end. Yes, we are yeah, so yeah, close, yeah, yeah. so close. Um, I we just we need an audio. You know that like weird echoey, um, uh, too close, yeah. sound bite from Star Wars. Too close. Yeah, yeah. When they almost get hit when in the last one, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. was too close, and it's weird and echoey, and I'm like, that was that eighty yard in. <laughs> yeah. We need that sound bite, guys. We are so close to the end. So here's the thing: our mods <laughs> are getting frustrated with y'all, and I don't like that. So mm. like, y'all are adults. Can we like? Can we just like not make our mods' lives more difficult by just yeah. posting straight up spoilers? I get it. Brandon Sanderson released a secret on Friday, and y'all are freaking out about it. We will we will do an entire we'll episode of this podcast about that secret in like five months. <laughs> yeah, but we'll you gotta there. chill the f out because mm -hmm. we're gonna start just kicking people out of the Discord, and we're gonna mm -hmm. start like timing people out for the whole episode. the The spoiler section, the spoilers have gotten a little out of hand. People are getting a little too excited, a little bit. and I we are going to um we're going to cut down on it. And like ninety nine percent of you are like I've never done anything. We know, we yes. know. Yes, it's yes. like four people that do it a lot. Um, and those yeah. four people, you're on watch. You know who you are. 
if our mods have had to tell you multiple times to like watch it, you know who you are. Just like, <laughs> I, uh, it's exciting. <clears throat> I understand y'all are excited. We're excited too. But if we get spoiled this close to the end, you're done. No, just kidding. I, we're, no, but actually though, <laughs> if, if, if we get spoiled this close to the end, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will. I will. I will lose my shit. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, no, no. Only dark friends spoil. Uh, so. We've we've given our mods um, leave to just like straight up kick you for the day. Um, mm -hmm. so I, instead of doing like six minute timeouts, it's going to be like 24 hour timeouts. You're out. Mm -hmm. Done. Mm -hmm. We're not messing around anymore. Yeah. 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 The, the fact that we've gotten this far is a miracle. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah. Like even on Twitter, I got a tiny bit of a spoiler and I like for the, for the thing that Sanderson announced, I know who it's regarding and that's it because I'm like, Oh, and I just like block it out. Mm -hmm. So we, we we can do this. We're so close to the end. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. That that those moments of revelation are going to be worth it. Yes, they are. Uh, y'all, <clears throat> we are in Crossroads of Twilight. Mm -hmm. uh, widely uh, believed to be the worst Wheel of Time book. Clarus, after reading chapters ten through fifteen, uh, do you do you see why? <clears throat> um, uh, look. If uh, if you are like me and pregnancy is your worst nightmare, yeah, this book is tough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is gonna be a, a a bit controversial. Can I pause you for one second? Yeah, yeah, go for Mega it. Mega K Wag says, "I blame Sanderson. He should know better." This is true, Brandon Sanderson. You should have waited until we finished reading on this yeah. podcast. Like, how dare how, you? How how did Brandon Sanderson not acknowledge the Nerdy Wordy Book Club in the decision on the Nerdy when to Wordy release... Blue Club? Okay, we're it's, we're changing. Okay, we're not giving ownership of the show. Over. <laughs> We're just gonna make a fucking shirt. Like, calm down. Thank you, Boo. Um, we're past fifteen seconds in. We can swear now, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. We won't get demonetized. Um, we should have a swear counter. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brandon. Like, we we need to have a chat with Brandon Sanderson, but because he should have done that on the final episode of our show. Of our show, right? Dusty Wheel. Who's he? <laughs> who's who's the Dusty Wheel anyway? Right? Yeah. Who's these, that guy? These two bit influencers coming in. <laughs> That is, I, just in case you don't know, that is a joke. We love Dusty. Dust, we've been yeah. on his show multiple times. Yeah. We're very big fans of the Innkeeper, uh, and we're excited to meet him in person at Jordan Con. Yeah. Yeah. God, that mug makes me what? chuckle. Um, <laughs> so, uh, close. Yeah, sorry. Go back yeah. to what we about this section. Okay, so pregnancy is uh, not my favorite. Um, but my, like, spicy take is that, like, I didn't, I didn't hate reading this. Like... I, I would oh, I not. I hate reading it. No, like I, I wasn't bored. Really, I I felt like I was like I don't know. I felt like I was like kind of almost like in on like a secret almost. Mm -hmm. Like this whole thing feels like it's very like um I guess not sneak sneaky is the wrong word. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am not smart enough for politics. That's and so the, you're a very smart lady. Uh, I, I <laughs> and so reading this is like I just get to like watch this all unfold in an interesting way, um, in a way that like my brain would not set up for me like to imagine myself. Okay. If that makes sense, like this, I, I don't know. I, I I was enjoying this. Was it particularly exciting? No. Um, I think there's some good character stuff in here. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if this is gonna be my least favorite book. We'll see. 
We're, we're not, okay. Well, actually, we're over halfway, so. Uh, Dale Henderson, thank you for that super chat. Uh, quick advice on thank the you, audiobooks Dale. through the slog. Speed up the tempo of the reading. It'll be much more <laughs> enjoyable. The problem is we have to talk about it, and if I listen to that audiobook, I, straight up, listening to the Wheel of Time audiobooks in chapters that you've not yet read is so hard with character names. Yes. And because we have to talk about it, yes. I, I feel like I would just get lost. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have to go back and read it anyway. Yeah, so, like the know. yeah, it's it's like slow, but I I I I wouldn't I enjoyed it. All right, I'm gonna be the contrarian to Clarissa's opinion. Uh, wow, this was incredibly frustrating to read mm -hmm. for me. Um, as someone who enjoys when I can understand what is going on, the Robert Jordan's obtuse version of politics and and the way that he describes the Andorran succession here mm -hmm. is so disappointing to me because I want to be interested. I really like what Elaine is doing. I yeah. like Elaine Avian and Brigitte's relationship. I love her relationship with the palace, but the mechanics of the siege that is going on outside and the 10 out of the 19 high seats and the visiting, but like she can't visit, Dylan has to visit. It is, th this is the most complicated succession I've ever read in any book ever. And not it, it's so complicated but also at the same time it's not explained because robert jordan keeps doing this thing where he's like elaine if your crazy plan happens you are gonna win this and at no point are we told what that plan is so like we're just reading four characters who are in on a secret that we're not in on for seven straight chapters mm -hmm. and i i find that really frustrating i if you're if they're if we're going to spend this long in a pov with a character mm -hmm. who has this plan that they're enacting let us in on the plan instead of just like the and then the wave mistress did a thing that's going to affect my plan. And I'm like, I don't know what that plan is. So I don't care that it affects your plan because you've kept the, the plan happened in a secret meeting that happened off page. And so it's just this was just six chapters of like, oh, no, what's going to happen with my secret plan that the reader is not allowed to know about at all? Like, well, we no know steps of it. Of it. Yeah. What? what OK. Part of the what do you think the plan is? Part of the plan is for the borderlanders to scare off no, the because opposition. The plan is going to be done before they get there. Well, yes, now, but the hope, like the reason that Elaine mm -hmm. sent them on this specific path to Merindy, I believe, is was uh, uh, so that hopefully it would deter any um like military action against sure her. i'm just saying that like in this reading this week she's like oh the, a month the plan will be over by then what plan <laughs> what is the plan i just want to know i want to be a part of it i want to be a part of what our characters are doing instead of like reading around the edges of what our characters are doing does that make sense yeah i mean i don't like i don't find it super complicated like i i think that there are like secret parts of it but like the the plan is for her to to take the throne and no, no, she I mean that like, in this section, yeah. they're talking about a specific plan that they are enacting in order to get her to the throne. Like there is this plan that they have that they keep like at the end of every meeting, they're like, uh, uh, they're like looking at each other and be like, oh, like the secret plan. Right. And I'm like, I don't remember that. It happens multiple times in the reading this week. Hmm. I don't know. I just I feel like it might actually be like just more straightforward than like I feel like you might be adding layers to it, but that it, it, like, it's not as, like, undercover as you feel like it is. And, like, I, I'm not saying, like, like if, if if that's how you're reading it, like, that's, mm -hmm. that's fine. I just, like, 
I don't, I don't see anything like super deep about it. The only thing that like I'm worried about is like the Aes Sedai that are in the inn, you know, like I think that they're going to either be a help or a hindrance. Like I don't think that they're just waiting out the White Tower stuff. I think there's something suspicious going on there. But like in terms of uh, in terms of what Elaine is doing, I think she's just trying to she's she's waiting out this siege, which is super easy because they can teleport in and out with supplies. Yeah, it's not a siege, yeah. Um, and she's she's waiting for uh the people to to come to her side, I believe. Like, um, you know, she's got she had Dialen go get these couple people. There's some people who are like missing, and there's some people who like um haven't been like heard from. Um, and so it, it just seems kind of like. Like, unfortunately, for a book like this, it's like a waiting game, but that's not super interesting. But then why write it? That's like, fair. Like, why write... But here, here's fair. the thing. Why am I reading six straight chapters of something is going to happen here, but it can't happen until winter's over, so we're just... We're chatting. I honestly think that there's going to be, like, dark friends involved with Amarilla. I also don't think well, that... Well, obviously, yeah, obviously they are. Yeah, I don't think that anyone who's with Amarilla actually thinks that she's going to be put on the throne. There's obviously some fuckery going around there. That's a there. horror thing to get into, yeah. Yeah, but I do think that there is dark friend influence and, um, well, actually, I don't know about that. Because does Morden want Elaine on the throne? We don't know yet, right? I don't know what anybody in this section wants. Yeah. Like, I legitimately don't know what anyone wants. Yeah. And that's the problem, right? Like, I don't... I Oh, uh, Sand, Sand and Glock. Uh, thank, thank you, you. <laughs> so much. Uh, don't worry, Nerdy. The plan will come on you from behind. Uh, no, no, I get that. <laughs> I, I understand. Sand. I understand that the plan is going to come to fruition. I, I totally get it. Like, I'm not... Mm -hmm. I, I know it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm just... As I'm reading these chapters, I'm sitting here being like... Why, why not do this in a way where the, why not tell this story through the actions of the characters and why do it so much through the, like, the, like, ch the, this was a lot of talking about stuff that, like, maybe is relevant. Like, yeah. maybe that one square land in Andor and, and the one square land in Kyrianan that the Seafolk have been arguing for is, yeah. is somehow going to factor into the plot at some point. But, like, the Seafolk haven't done anything in books right so ever since the bowl of the winds they've just kind of been an annoyance to our characters and so yes. they're an annoyance to me because yes. i don't know what they want i, I yeah. i'm not invested in them if they all disappeared if like they leave here and we never hear from a seafolk character again mm -hmm. would you care are you uh, invested no. in them at all no except the one daughter who wants to be an Aes Sedai. i'm like oh that's kind of interesting but that's about it sure and so like that's like i was kind of interested that marilolololo run ran away that like that's mildly interesting. Yeah. And maybe we'll come back to be important later. Maybe. maybe. But like I don't know. Like I don't know what the game that we're playing here is. And yeah. I think that part of the problem for me is that the succession of Andor is so weird because there's this whole voting aspect of it, right? Like you need ten people, you need ten high seats out of the nineteen to vote for you. Here's the thing. But also people when, can vote under duress. Here's the thing. I, did, I, I, I didn't read it as like a vote. And now I'm not sure which one of us is like technically correct. Because yeah. I, I read it instead of a vote as as long as you have the support of 10 out of 19, you have the majority. And therefore, like, 
too many people are going to die for you to be challenged. Like, I think you're splitting hairs on, like, that's a vote then. Like, if like we're saying the same thing. If 10 out of 19 have to be on your side or vote for you, that's the same concept. I, yeah, I just mean it's not like a thing where they, like, sit down and they cast their ballot and they're like, I, I, I say I, you know, like. Sure, they have to do it publicly by announcing who they're for. But then, like, why would you kidnap people? Like, kidnapping someone. Because then they can't cast their vote, right? Nobody knows or, what they want. Or their family gets pissed that you're kidnapped and then they will never vote for you. Well, they don't know who kidnapped them. Okay, but he, here's our Amelia's plan, right? We're going to go siege this building. And I have these four heads of households with me. Mm-hmm. I don't have their whole household with me. I just have those four heads of households with me. If those four heads of houses die in the siege, their families are not going to vote for me. I kidnapped their loved ones and forced them into a fight. But like, how do you, like, it, like is, if you secretly kidnap somebody, nobody knows who kidnapped them, right? Yeah, I guess. If, I, I just it, yeah. The the politicking of Armelia's point of view here is so weird to me, and I just can't imagine. I can't imagine a world in which she's successful, and yeah. I don't know why she thinks this plan is going to work. Um. Well, the, maybe the uh, dark everyone, friends have convinced her, but everyone thinks she's an idiot. So either she is an idiot and thinks that she's going to be like put on the throne or she's got her own behind the scenes workings and so it's like uh Dai Shan says you can control people who kidnap and force them to support you you can't though like no that's exactly what Elenia is doing right in the last chapter you give me a note I will help get you out of this horrible situation if you give me a note saying that you and all of your troops and and wealth and everything goes to me in support of myself. But that right? makes sense. Yeah. Alenia makes sense, right? Yeah, Alenia yeah. is like, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to get you out of a situation that you hate. Yeah. And I'm going to benefit you. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and therefore, Nayan, if she does get out of there, will owe Alenia something. Yeah. So she will legitimately vote for her. Mm-hmm. Nobody owes Armelia anything. And all of their oaths and shit are under duress, so nobody's going to take them seriously. Even if she becomes queen, she's going to be taken out immediately. None of these people are on her side. Like, this is going to be yeah. the, oh, the yeah, weakest yeah. queendom ever. Because they want to put somebody else on there. Like, they, they I, I don't know who it is yet. But, like, one of them is, like, they're all scheming for Armelia to be the kind of forefront and take the fall and get fucked over so that they can put who they actually want. Uh, if this is the political structure of Andor, how has Andor stood for any amount here's, of time? Okay, here's my thing. This is a disaster thing. of a country. Here's my thing. I thought Kyrian was the disaster of a country where they had this convoluted way of Deus like, Damar. yeah, Deus yeah, Damar. Yeah, yeah. It does not seem like Deus Damar stays in Kyrian. It feels like, uh, like it is very much a part of Andor as well. And so the whole like high and mighty, yeah, we're not scheming, conniving like those people um, is kind of funny to me. They're <laughs> just bad at it. Like our yeah. Amelia is bad at this. We'll get to it. Let, let's let's get into the chapters in order. Yeah. This is probably going to be a shorter book club. Not a lot happens. Like, just honestly, no, not no, a no, lot. No, no. Uh, we do get some really cool character stuff that I think is fun. I just find um, that but we don't, it's harder to not talk like that stuff through. Totally. Right? Like, I, I don't know how much we want to talk about how Elaine is pregnant. Uh, guys, I don't know if you know this. Elaine is pregnant. And boy, does she not like drinking weak tea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys got it from the book. But yeah. Lane, pregnant. Definitely pregnant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, honey is bad for pregnant people? Like, calories what? seem to be bad for pregnant. Like, I, I. They're like, you can't overeat. It's 
You have to have goop and plums. Like I'm what? What? The the pregnancy's so weird because I'm like, was there a point in human history? This might be a historical thing that I am not aware of, right? Mm-hmm. I could be a hundred percent wrong here. Was there a point in human history where people thought that pregnant people needed to be like not fed? Because like it does not sound to me like she is consuming enough calories for a, what a pregnant person is supposed to be eating. You're eating for two humans. Like it is weird that they are like withholding food from her, but I don't know. It's I, here's like I don't know about pregnancy. I have learned more about pregnancy from this book than don't. I've ever no, known. No, 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 no. That is bad. But that's the because problem. Because that is that this book does is, Robert this Jordan is, know anything about pregnancy? I don't think he does. I don't know if he does either. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not. That's sure That's why does. it's weird. I have never met a pregnant person who got pregnant and then started to consume fewer calories. Like, look, I'm yeah. glad that she's not drinking alcohol. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, the last thing we need is, like, the babies to be born with the alcohol syndrome. But the the, the food thing is, like, really strange. It is weird to me. Like I, like, I don't know. I haven't known many pregnant people. But, you know, they have, like, cravings and stuff. And they kind of abide by them, right? They, they Your body wants mm-hmm. things that it needs. Or it thinks that it needs. But, like... I don't know. Dale Hendrickson says you can gain weight while you're pregnant, but you don't have to get obese. What the fuck? What the fuck? What are you talking about? You have to eat. No, you have to eat because you're growing a baby. There's a human. (laughs) We're not talking about her weight, Dale. We're talking about the baby needing nutrients. Yeah. (laughs) You don't get enough nutrients from porridge. They keep feeding her like plums and porridge. And I'm like, this woman needs protein. This woman needs like, and and look, maybe This woman needs healthy fats. All right. Um, I don't know. It was just funny. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what Robert Jordan knows about pregnancy. Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. You know, Robert Jordan writes that everybody who's had a baby and especially those who haven't had babies all have opinions on what you should do. Right. So I think it's meant to be like silly but yeah oh you don't have to overeat to get the nutrients sorry i understand what you're saying no the the problem isn't that it's not about the overeating it's about the fact that they're serving her like just porridge which is that's not a diverse meal james ross says you're eating for two undercooked meats of stored meat could increase food illness see that is a legitimate thing i don't understand okay that i that i could see okay yeah yeah that that is valid that is 100 valid but yeah reading this i was like i don't understand <laughs> I also don't. I don't understand like what the. Str- oh, maybe the tea has caffeine in it. So maybe oh, they're like it's black tea. Yeah, that might be it. And they're trying to. Okay, okay, maybe that's it. Also, like if you're I pregnant and you want to get obese, get obese. You're pregnant. Do whatever you want. You you have to do put up with so much. Yeah. Don't don't worry about other people. <laughs> your, yeah. your life is you do you is a, a lot for nine months. Do whatever you want. Eat whatever you want. Enjoy life. Yeah. Maybe it's four fruit tea. I don't. I don't believe they're serving her four fruit. <laughs> I, tea. I yes. Well, maybe somebody tried to, but um, I I love uh this little kind of as like a side thing. I love the description of like her her guards and their like uniforms and how like elaborate they are and the like uh. I'm going to make them even more extravagant so that people don't take them seriously <laughs> until they find a goddamn knife in their back. I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, so uh, we start with chapter 10. Wow, that's the longest thing it took us to get to the chapters. It's been 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, We've talked a lot about stuff that we have to talk about today, though. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, Blazing Beacon. Elaine and Avienda are at a house. 
um, that's uh, the the Matheran house. Uh, they wake up um, and they leave. The end. Chapter eleven. <laughs> Talk of debts. Okay. Um, wait, wait. That in that chapter we find out yeah, why no, she's kidding, there, right? Okay. I just want to make. Sure. I was like, yeah, not like a lot. Not a lot actually happens. Some of them leave. They they do get some old men and some boys and. They, yeah, and they I, leave. I like. I summed up the chapter. Uh, Avienda, uh, the 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 important thing that happens in the chapter, and I think probably the only important thing, is that Avienda's like, "Are you sure that this is worth our time?" And Elena's no. like, "Yes, I'm playing the long game. Yeah, I need to be queen of Andor, but Andor needs to be ready for Tarman Gaiden, and they need to be willing to follow me. And I'm not just playing for the throne here. I am playing for the end game. Elaine probably good at chess. Probably much better than I am. Sure." This chapter, gets, this chapter gets really undercut later in the reading when she's like, oh, yeah, no, Matheran's not a high seat. That's just like a small house. They don't really have anything to do with what's going on right now. And I'm like, cool. That didn't need to be a whole chapter then. That could have been a they could have the, 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 you could have started the next chapter with them coming out of the gateway. Yeah. And no, I would have it, gotten all of the information that I needed. It definitely didn't need to be a full chapter. This this we could call this week Elaine's meetings that could have been emails. Like, literally, the, there's, like, yes. a page and a half of information that I would have kept from this. Yes. Yes. Um, well, okay. Well, no, isn't that... Doesn't the maid freak out for some reason? Isn't there, like, a ghost in there? Sure. I don't know. Also, that yeah. doesn't It doesn't come back. That so, like, maybe that's interesting later. Yeah, that character doesn't, like, mean anything to us right now. So, it wasn't... I was like, okay, that happened. Obviously, it's not a ghost. Obviously, there's something else going on there, but I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to think about this. There's a character we've never met before in yes. a place we've never met before yes. who sees another character we have never met before who's dead. Yes. In a moment when, yeah, I, so like, maybe. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that might come back. It doesn't for the next six chapters. So like, it's not, it, and this is part of the problem with Robert Jordan's writing to me is that things are not immediately relevant and there's so much description of so many things yes. that by the time things do come back oftentimes i've forgotten the first time they appeared mm. and i'm like yeah. yeah yeah it does take too long to come back to to things sometimes that i'm sure in, the, in the middle of the last battle that ghost is gonna appear and do some shit and you're gonna be like oh At my god game. it's the ghost it's from that, that one scene and no we're not gonna be like that we're gonna be like who is this i don't remember because <laughs> that's four books ago <laughs> I, 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 yeah. No, yes. There, there, there's a moment that might be a ghost. I think it's probably just someone popping in and out of Teleranriad, maybe, spying on a lane. I think it's a Ghostbusters crossover. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. Robert Jordan was a huge fan of Ghostbusters. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It could also just be a woman having a, a heart. It might just be like Sai Din, uh, the, the battle between Sai Din and Machin Shin, because that begins in this chapter. Um, Maybe it's just like maybe it they're breaks. close enough, right? That it like is a side effect of that. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe there is actually like a ghost world, and we get the they get too close to one another and they collide, and that's actually the next book. Sure, it, dealing with the ghosts. It could be anything. It could be anything. It could be Slayer. No, it I, wouldn't. He wouldn't appear as a woman. I'm just. I, it literally could be anything. That's true. Like. Yeah, we'll, we'll, well, that will that will probably maybe come back at a later date. If it um, if if it had come back, I I would agree. Like it would be interesting. I but like this is where I this is the this is the thing, right? This is why this is why it's so frustrating. Yeah, is because I'm like, yeah, no, that that was a weird moment that happened. <laughs> weird. That did not affect our characters at all. Yeah, 
Yep, and so they go um, the, back to the, the like the the head master of this not not like the person but like the like caretaker of this place seems cool. He got the boys in shape. He taught the old men how to point to halberd. Yeah, and so they go home. Um, after feeling the like thing, and Avienda, oh no no, no. The, the the important thing here is uh, Elaine's like we have to go, and Avienda's like we can't. Yeah, and I'm like why you can teleport. Why? This whole section, they're like, well, there's nothing we can do about it. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean there's nothing you can do about it? You can fucking teleport. You know where it's happening. You can literally feel where Rand is down to, like, the millimeter. Uh You know exactly where it's fucking happening. that's not true. And you can teleport. There is absolutely something. Avienda literally says why they're not going to go. Sure. But like the the I they go back to the Aes Sedai and the Aes Sedai and Saritha or whoever's like well there's nothing we can do about it I'm like yes there fucking is you all can teleport but why would they teleport towards the danger because Rand the Dragon Reborn yes. who has to make it to Tarman Gaiden is the father of Elaine's child okay. is and in danger is like I saw all of my futures in Infinity. And sure. this is a bad idea. I would also listen to Avi. I, I do appreciate Robert Jordan bringing up this convenient, like, I've seen all my history stuff again in a moment where he needs his characters to not do the interesting thing that would put them in the action, but needs them to go sit in a fucking room for the rest of the day and have boring ass conversations with people. I think like, that's a good point. Okay, but he did the same thing with Moraine. We've already done this exact story beat of the, like, no, this can't happen because I saw all my futures, and if I do that one thing that would be interesting and, like, lead the plot forward and have the characters be a part of the story. That's what happens when multiple characters know their futures. I know, but but this has never come up. Avienda has never brought up this before. In all of the bonding multiple women, in all of the, like, first sister stuff, in all of this story. Yeah, she's like, I barely remember any of it, but I have a bad feeling about this. In the seven books since she did that, Uh this has never come up Uh until it was the one time that it needed to happen so that these characters could do fuck all for the rest of the day. Uh, James Ross, thank you for that super chat. Thank you, James Ross. Waiting for multiple books for an answer in the Wheel of Time. As Modian would like to chime in, but he is dead. I agree, it's frustrating. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, I look, I, I don't know. I, I was like, oh, maybe they're going to go check it out. And then Avienda was like, no, let's not. And I was like, honestly, you make a good point. They have no idea what that energy is. They have no idea what's happening to Rand. He doesn't feel like he's in any danger through the bond, which that part is weird. I would have thought that him fighting for his life while channeling the most Sidin that anyone has probably ever channeled before, that they would feel that through the bond, but I guess not. Um, that that was what was weird to me. But she was like, look, there's some shit happening over there, and if we show up, we could fuck it up, right? We, we don't know what we're walking into, and that is a bad idea. And I think that as a strategy, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, it, 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 is, it is the... It, it should have been the end of her point of view. Like, sure. they, they, upon, when Robert Jordan was sitting down with his big, long, feathered quill, dipping his ink, and he was like, and then Elaine and Avienda are going to not participate. He should have been like, and I'm going to cut to something else. Yeah. But no, we get a conversation with, uh, oh no, we go to the bath. No, we we go in the stables and we watch a parade of people. Oh my God, the parade Bye-bye. of people. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, sorry, I just wanted to remind you I, about that. I, I, you know what, though? Let, let's talk about Rand for a minute. Because why Why? Why does everyone else's bond work differently than Rand's? Why, why, like, when we're in Rand's POV, we know that he has these towering infernos of emotions going on in him. Why can no one feel them? 
Good question. Is he just masking his bond all the time? Like Yeah, is the Taviran. <laughs> Explained. There you go. Answer. There's your answer. Adonis is distance, but they're not that. They're not far enough away from him. No, even he's in Andor. Like he's. It's. It's not like when. Um. Who was the other character who was like, "Oh, Rand is so far away." No, no. They. He's. He's far, which is why they have no idea what's going on. She's like, I can kind of point to the direction that he's in, but not like exactly. But like, even. But when Min is with him, Min doesn't experience these like crazy moods from Rand either. So, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's because it's not him and it's Loose Theron. Maybe those are Loose Theron's emotions. Mm, that's interesting. And I like they that. are like they are actually separate in a way. And the, the girls aren't bonded to Loose Theron. That's a, that would actually be a really interesting concept. That mm-hmm. like the the warder bond and that like Rand could like wink out of existence on them if Loose Theron took over. And then, like, come They're back. They're like, Rand because, is dead. Yeah. Huh. That would be, that would be interesting. That would be, that would be an interesting way to play with the story of it. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, we'll see. We'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, I, I don't know. We're, we haven't gone back to, like, any of the men since the, since it's been cleansed. hmm So we don't really know how it's affecting people. <laughs> so we get to, um, the stable scene, uh, in which... Uh, we, uh, everyone gets described again in case you forgot what they, uh, wear, uh, in, from the last book. Um, and (laughs) we get, um, some interesting, uh, the, the, the realization that we all know now who killed Vandine's sister, right? We're all on board. Cause what happens is Doyle and Millar shows up and he's getting chastised by Brigitte a little bit for leading a sortie out to defend a caravan. Um, and then Saritha is like, no, he like saved 80 people and I was like that's that's weird that Saritha's like defending him yeah and, then and she's she... excited when he like comes over and the other two are like so Saritha's definitely the dark friend right that's what it that's what it feels like we're supposed to think yeah or, or she just has the hots for him I, I don't know I don't know but like it feels like she's it, it really does feel like Saritha's yes. a dark friend. Yes, that's what that's what I wrote down. That like it feels like she's on his side, um, and the other two are not. And I I feel like if the other two were working with him and with Morden, that they wouldn't be so um, pissy with him. I don't know. I've got to ask though, why is Doyle and Millar at the gate to lead a sortie anyway? Like it takes like it takes some time to get from the palace to the wall. So like, how is he even like? It's uh, if I was Elaine, I'd be like, it's really suspicious that you were even over there. Well, Your job is, is to be here. It is suspicious, and Elaine is suspicious. She fucking lets him have it. She's like, how did you know they were his men? And Doyle's like, oh well, I recognize one of them. And she's like, interesting. Yeah, but then she doesn't <laughs> like, ask the better question, which is, why were you there? But why I, weren't you here waiting for me? Well, because it's what she's doing with the other spies, right? She's rooting out spies, but not letting them know for the most part that she knows that they're spies so that she can use that information against them and have them either followed or watched or whatever it is. So if she becomes suspicious of him, she's not going to tell him that right away. She's going to find out what the fuck he's up to because of those but suspicions. But she isn't suspicious of him. And that's what I think is I think weird about is. it. I don't think so. The, in the reading, she's not. We're in her POV. Yeah. And we are not told that she's suspicious of him. She literally says, I repay my debts or whatever. She makes like a veiled threat. Yeah, I know. She becomes a Lannister for a minute. But 
She doesn't like. No, that is that is her being suspicious. I think. I, yeah, maybe. I just I, I would have been like, yo, what? Why were you at the wall? Like that's not your job. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that I don't know. That never. Unless it me, is but. his job, maybe like. But he's he's the captain of her bodyguard. Like I just feel like the wall isn't his purview. Unless I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um. But so yeah, she does. She rips yeah. into him publicly, which he's very pissy about because his penis is very small. Yeah. Um. And um. Uh, Saritha defends him, making me. Saritha's definitely a dark friend, right? Yeah. She killed Vendine's sister. Put it in the prediction book. I think she was my first impulse as well when I read that in the last section that, or not the last section. I think we found out before that it was one of those three. But mm-hmm. I think it. Yeah, I was like, maybe it's like her. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's what we're like supposed to think, or if that's actually what it is. I, I don't know. I'm gonna say that it is. Yeah. Just, just, just so that it means something, because otherwise it's, it's, it's like I don't need any more red herrings here because we know that he's the dark friend. Like, give us, give us clues that we can have fun with. You know what I mean? Let, uh, like, let us figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of the mysteries in the Wheel of Time are not solvable. They just, you mm-hmm. kind of get revealed that it's some dark friend you've never met before. Too often for my taste. Yeah, that's And fair. so I would like for this one to be one where it's like, oh, it's Saritha. And now, like, without having to have a POV that explicitly tells us who the dark friend is, we, the, it's it's just there. Like, you can, like, actually see them working. There's so yeah, much... if this was a weird, like, bait and switch, I, I'm kind of like, eh. There's so much you behind know, like, the curtain stuff. Yeah. I just want some of this book to be in front of the curtain. Like, I, I'm, I'm really tired of the behind the curtain-ness of this re- reading. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so they, uh, Elaine is like, look, I'm not fucking dealing with you guys right now. I'm going to go have a bath. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. You know what? Fair. Um, I did appreciate Elaine is like, look, Vendine's mourning. We're not going to fucking make her teach the Windfinders right now. Let's chill out. She can grieve. Like, let's let the woman grieve. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's obviously not doing okay. Like. Good for you. Uh, Johan Yarvanen says nerdy is way too blunt for politicking. Yeah. I also talk about my sex life on the internet. I don't think I'm going to make it in politics. No, that neither of us would do well in the slightest, <laughs> not even a little bit. I would, I would be one of the Sanchen truth tellers that they have over their shoulder being like, that's fucking stupid. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, um, you'd be like, what's her face, but smarter. <laughs> Catalan, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like Catalan, but smarter. Like, yeah. I would wait, wait, Cat- wait, fuck off. No, I wouldn't. What yeah. You like, think I would like be an like, you think I would be an arrogant, obnoxious 16-year-old girl? No, you'd be like you would you'd be smarter about it. Like she she's trying she, Okay, how am I like Catelyn then? I, I want I, I wanna you, know I feel like I'm being insulted. You here. don't you have no problems like saying what's in front of you or like what's up. Like yeah, but she does it because she's entitled. I feel like you're saying that I'm entitled. No, different reasoning. If 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 that's why, if 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 you think that it, she does that because she's entitled, then it would be for different reasoning. Okay. But like, but like, you have no problems, like telling people what you think. You are like Catalan after the chapter we read about the young girl is straight up an insult. Okay, like I did that, not that mean is that. As, as, that is as violent as words can get. Okay, okay, then you're you're like Cad Swain. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm quitting the podcast. You can do this shit by yourself. No, I really can't. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> Let me just compare you to the, like, most obnoxious women in the fucking series. 
I mean, she's not, not the most obnoxious. There, there are worse than Cat Swain, but not by much. <clears throat> you know, you know why I said that. <sighs> no, I don't. To be honest, I feel like you're just cutting me down today, and I'm already brought low. It's out of love. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. No, it's really it's not. Gonna, it's gonna I'm be upset. Okay. You're not good at politics. How's that? It's true. I'm not. It's fine. Me neither. I also, like, I don't think anyone is really looking to elect a bisexual YouTuber as their fucking <laughs> representative. Honestly, you do better than half the fuckers out there. Anyway. No, I would do terribly. No one would work with me. Because first day on the House floor, like, if I was in, like, United States Senate, I'm walking on the House floor, and I'm like, you're too fucking old. You're too fucking stupid. You don't know what the internet is. Don't go to the internet meetings, you fucking dinosaur. Like, I would be the most abrasive person in that room. I would, oh, oh my God, oh like my God. no one in the United States Senate would like me, except for like, like the far progressives who are like, I think Takuna just compared you to Zelensky, which is a very high compliment. I, look, I appreciate that. He's a good actor. And, I, you know, <laughs> I don't know that he's True. done anything after his acting career, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a thing, not, not a thing. Look, uh, it, the man played a president on television and then managed to be a better president in real life than he played on television. That is the craziest accomplishment of, like, anybody. Impressive. Yeah. No, no, it, it is It is pretty impressive. Oh, my um, God. I, I would just, I would be the angriest senator. I would just be, like, in all of the meetings, like, you're all dumb. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, that would be me, too. I understand. Oh, my God. But it looks like that's what chat's here for, so. Oh, it's what everyone wants. Everyone loves the UK House of um, Parliament or whatever it's called because they're just vicious to each other. And, like, it's fun to watch. Guys, they straight up roast each other on the floor, and it's amazing. It's like an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Like, what is going on right now? <laughs> yeah. It, but it's fun entertainment, but then it's, like, not good for the country. Eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, we let, bath time. Oh, did you think that we were, did you think our characters were going to do any? No, they're going to go they're take gonna a bath. They're going to get naked. They're going to bathe. Yeah. Which is fair. Here's the thing. If there's going to be a time when the characters in these books are naked, uh, for the, is... this, this makes sense. The yeah, boys yeah. had bath time in the first book. Right, right. So you the know. girls have bath time now. The girls That's have right. bath time. Yeah. I mean, um, they, they had their sweat tents uh, for a lot. So, you know, there, there's been there's been a lot of nudity, but that's fine. I don't mind the nudity. No, it's fine. It's, it's you just can funny. have your characters be nude. I, the, it's just the one chapter in the last book that was weird. Mm. But um, mm. the nudity in the snow is weird because I'm like, this doesn't. This this is unrealistic. Yeah. Nude in the bath. That's realistic. That's life. No. You get naked, you take a bath. I have a question for you. Uh -huh. Can you help me figure this out? Why is Renee or Rianne, whatever the fucking maid's name is, why is she upset about Brigitte being in the room but not Avienda? Um, because she knows that Elaine and Avienda are, like, she calls Avienda her sister, right? Yeah. And Brigitte doesn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> you think like, that's it? And it's also, it's Ascende, not Renee. Renee is the head maid. Ascende is her dresser, I believe. But Ascende's in the room. No, no but Renee is the one who's in the bathroom with them. No, Renee is the one who gives the report in the other chapter. Fuck right. Yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. No, so, you're right, you're right, you're right. doesn't like that Brigitte doesn't know how to shut the fuck up so that Elaine can react, Elaine can relax for five minutes. You know, like she, Ascende mm. is there to make sure that um, Elaine is is healthy and has a few minutes to herself. Okay. And that's why she, there's that remark, I think, about like, 
no talking during bath time and she like is throwing Brigitte like shady looks. I think it's legitimately because she's like, give Elaine five minutes. She works really hard. Um, and, but it, 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 Brigitte is all work and no play. Yeah, it makes Jack a well, dull boy. That's not true. Brigitte plays. Um, but not really as much anymore. Brigitte's Brigitte's taking a role drinks. very seriously. She drinks. Yeah, but she drinks out of sadness. She's not playing. Yeah. She, no, that is Brigitte it is, is sad. Brigitte that... is drinking out of the depressing thought that she will lose all of her memories of Gaidal. That that was pretty heavy. <laughs> that was uh, yeah, yeah. God damn. Mm-hmm. But no, so like. Yeah, so then, but then why don't they just pull a bath for Brigitte? Uh, the weird part of this scene. <laughs> yeah, why don't they bathe Brigitte? The weird part of this scene for me is that Avienda and Elaine are taking a bath, and Brigitte is like sitting like this, mm -hmm. just just in the room talking to them. And I'm like, just just have another bathtub. Yeah. When the boys bathed Brigitte together, it was like it. land, like they, they had like a group tub for the five of them. Yeah. Four of them? Yeah, four of them. Yeah, no, five, because Tom, Tom was there. So, yeah, there was the five of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, In yeah. Berlon. And now I'm like, Brigitte's just, like, chilling there watching? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Ascende believes that, like, the, like, I said I water relationship is like. So maybe that has something to do with it. But I honestly think she's just pissed that And maybe Brigitte she's bodyguarding. I don't know. Yeah. She's, like, working. I just was like, give Brigitte a bath. She deserves it. The, mm -hmm. the woman works hard for the money. Yeah. Let her bathe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they bathe. That's, that's kind of, they, they bathe, they talk about stuff. And then in the middle of the bath, the, the Atha Amir just like break in. They because... show up and they're like, wow, you didn't invite me to bathe with you. That's really rude. But moving past that, I was like, okay. I, uh, I hate the Atha Amir. Yeah. I, I hate them. I like, I, they, they suck. They're not my favorite. They're yeah. boring. And They're, also obnoxious, and yeah. like the the from a story perspective, don't really know what they do. And then in this, they we get this conversation where she's like, "We need them to like transport food," but like, don't the kinswomen also have people who can travel? So why do they need them? Uh, a couple of them, but only there's only a handful of people who are strong enough to travel, and several of those are windfinders, from what I understand. Uh, Carlac, thank you for the Carlac, super thank chat. You. I think we figured out RJ's third kink in this section. He's into bathing. From sweat tents, uh, baths, to the cleansing of the taint, RJ likes a good cleaning. I will say, <laughs> the, 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 he Hygiene? does not write bathing in a kinky way. That's fair. Like, the bathing is very practical. Yeah. And not, Honestly, yeah. no, I think his third kink is pregnancy, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, personally. But thank you for that super chat. Um... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so the Atha and Mir come in and they they strike another bargain. Um, I love that like yeah. Avienda is um, like fully nude and like doesn't care and like neither do the Atha and Mir because they don't care about nudity. But like the maids try to like give her a robe and she's like, no, I might need my knife. <laughs> like fair. And then later she's yeah. like leaning on the thing and they bring her the robe again and she's like, okay, fine. But she's still like leaning on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I hated this sequence. I thought the bargaining was interesting. No, once I go to the other room, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated yeah. the, like, bursting in. Like, yeah. there's no decorum. Yeah. And then I'm, yeah, I just, I fucking, I want to care. I just want them to do something or, or have a desire or, like, just, like, interact with other characters in a way that allows me to care about them because mm -hmm. they have not... 
They like did the bowl of the winds. Kind, they were there for it. Like I'm not really even sure what they did, right? Yeah. I, I want to care because the there's only... so many of them and they talk about them so much. And my eyes are glazing over every time I see the word Athanmir now. The only Athanmir that I'm like remotely interested in, I think, is the one that's with um, Kat Swain. Um, not Harreen, but her sister. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I actually like she's been kind of interesting, but other than that, like yeah, I'm I'm I don't I don't really care all that much. But yeah, so the sea folk are like, we have to go to choose a new uh, I think mistress of the ships or something. See, Sami says I really liked this chapter. We were finally shown what the sea folk want. What? What do they want? <laughs> they want one square foot of land on the or in an inner river. Why? I guess they want like to collect a bunch of square miles of land. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Well, they're so far from the ocean. Like what? Yeah. Like, what? What? What are they doing? I would love to know. They're gonna set up a training post. I don't know. I I really don't care about a training. Like, I, and this is the problem, right? We are in book ten. There's four books after this one. I do not care about a training post. I fair. I'm I'm like I am beyond the I'm beyond the ability to get into the minute details of the. 87th most important character in these books. And yeah. I think that that's, I think that, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm very frustrated today and I need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> but like, they want, yeah, they want one square mile of land. That is not very much land. No, no, it's not. I literally mean it's like a trading post. It's like a lemonade stand that they set up for trading. It, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It, like, I, I get it, but it's just not important to anything in the grand scheme of things. Uh, to grow weed, can't do that on a ship. Tom Fair. Jones says they want to be lairds on their one foot of land. Why you gotta do me like that, Tom? Ouch! Ouch! Why you Why you gotta hit me right? Why you do that to me? <laughs> Look, we're sorry. We didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Fucking I, established title. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, oh God. Yeah, the actual bartering I thought was interesting. Oh, the the bargain, I, the the conversation. Yeah. Great. I love how Elaine, like, handles herself. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I love that we got to see that. It was not behind the curtain. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they finished the meeting. She walked out and it's like, well, I can't believe I came off so well. We actually saw the, the not the full thing in its entirety. I think that would have gone on too long. But, mm -hmm. like, um, we, we, we've seen Elaine's strengths. And, like, I, I, I do really appreciate that about this section. Because um, they're, they're in smaller, like, quieter ways. Um, but they are still interesting to me. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I liked that. Yeah, that section here, which, uh, again, uh, email, not a meeting. Right. But I guess the sea folk are, are, are heading on out. Well, OK, OK, but let's get into a couple things here. Sure. <clears throat> Avienda needs to go back to the wise ones and relearn manners. Avienda, you are in a political meeting. You are representing your sister and you are fucking chuckling and like, no, Avienda, get your shit together. I I, I thought it was funny, which is yeah, why but, I would be bad at politics. Uh, yeah, but you know, if Sora Leah found out that she did that in that meeting, that she embarrassed her first sister like that, uh, uh -huh. that that's not a fun conversation. Yeah. Avienda, get your shit together. Come on. This is It's big girl time. We need you to put your big girl pants on and come to the big girl table. 
You can't. Oh no, it's definitely funny. No, I know, I know. But I, I agree. It is. Yeah, it but is. But I was like, girl. Well, but then the Ayil comes in and is like, you have to spend every third day and night with us. Yeah, and I agree. Makes sense. <laughs> Dirt Burp, thank you for five gifted. Dirt Burp, thank you for five gifted nightly. Thank you so much. That is Let's so kind of you. Let's fucking go. Um, oh, no, no, I, I agree, but I agree with that person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, Aviana's getting a little loose here. <laughs> wow. I don't like that at all. Um, I'm what, am I wrong, though? Like, Avienda's like, Avienda is, is pushing it in a situation where she needs to, like, be Elaine's, like, she needs to have Elaine's back. And she, she kind of doesn't in that moment. And I was like, like, Elaine's doing so good. And I, and then Elaine, even Elaine in that moment Here's is like, the what the fuck are you doing? Here's the thing. And I, I don't, I'm not saying that I disagree with you, but I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate for a second. Mm-hmm. In these types of situations, different people respond differently to different tactics. And so yeah. it, it could have been intentional on Avienda's part. Like, cause Avienda has like beef with the other uh, and mirror, right? And I'm sure. And maybe she has seen that they that these people specifically trip up or let their emotions or what they want um show through a little bit more when they are aggravated in that way. And it maybe it was intentional. I don't know. I don't know. She gets embarrassed when Elaine gets upset with her. So I don't think it was. Maybe. Yeah. Like like it, I said, I'm not disagreeing Elaine with Elaine gets but... mad and then Elvianda gets embarrassed. So I think I think that Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that she's rightfully embarrassed by her behavior here. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the wrong thing. Like, I, I get her character. I get that it's in character for her to do it. But I'm yeah. also just kind of like, girl, like, your sister's crushing it here. Be Team Elaine here. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Team Petty, like, small. Like, she she is reacting from a place of, like, her small personal desire to, like, one up the Athan Meir because yeah. they are scared of the Aiel, I think, is why they don't like each other. I don't really get the, like, thing between them. It really seems like the Ayil and the Athanir should never have met. <laughs> the sea folk are about 55% sure Avienda might eat them. <laughs> sure. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm Like I said, I'm not saying that, like, she's like, wrong. Or I'm not saying that you're, you're wrong in that. I'm just saying there, like, there might have been other reasons behind it that... I'm just with Elaine in that moment. Yeah. Where Elaine is like... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like, girl, I'm trying here, and you're fucking up. Anyways. You know they, they... you know what it reminded me of? It reminded mm-hmm. me of, like, going to a bar with a friend, and, like, you're wingmanning, and it's going really well. And, and they like, come over, and they say something dumb. Yeah, and you just look at them, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, and you literally turn to the girl, and you're like, I, I'm sorry, my friend is a fucking moron. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been friends since college, but maybe not after tonight. And then you, like, get the girl back on your side. You know, you, yeah. like, you get your flirt back on. Yeah. Like, it just felt like that, where uh, Elena's sitting there like... Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> when we're sleeping in the same bed tonight. Um, how I'm did gonna you, show you a good time. How uh, did you feel about the emotional... Uh, D- depression that is finding out that if Elaine and Afyanda don't sleep in the same bed, they weep uncontrollably. Well, no, they weep uncontrollably no matter what, but it's just when you have a friend, it feels better. Yeah, that They was- cry themselves to sleep every night? That's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Fucking rich people, man. You are the <laughs> goddamn queen of Andor. You're pregnant... I mean, granted, the crying because of pregnancy, I can get, but like, mm-hmm. god damn. Oh, no, she's crying because, oh, fuck. No, no, no. She's crying because Birgit is drunk 
is 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 drunk crying in her room over so she's she has like no control of her emotion. Well, she's Brigitte pregnant. on one side is wildly depressing and she has two babies in her that are ruining her hormones. Yes, yes. That actually makes sense. She's 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 got a rough go ahead of her, I think. Um but hey, no morning sickness, which we find out, which is lucky for her, I guess. Yeah, let, so we'll let's just quickly talk to the bargain. The bargain is that um nine of the windfinders stay with Elaine yes. in exchange for, for for the next year. In exchange well, for... Well, no, until she is on the throne. Or a year. Or a year? Oh, I think I missed that one. Yeah, it's like a year or until she's on the throne. Right, right, right. And the sea folk get uh, one square mile of land somewhere. Yes. That is not I think they money. say somewhere specifically, uh, but uh, yeah, so they get some land, yeah. and she gets to keep some of the Windfinders. The Windfinders are going to go elect, I think it was a new mistress of ships, and, but yeah. I might have that wrong. Um, and because the Zareen, killed, what's her face? And Zareen, I believe she thinks she's like in the running for that. Um, so they get the fuck out of there, and then we get a wonderful um, getting dressed sequence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They put clothes on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. <laughs> yeah, it was on the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We um, find out that there's a delicate dance between a noble and their servants where they have to let their servants do what they want sometimes or else those dang servants get so unruly and they start pulling pranks on you. <laughs> Which I thought was the. She's like, well, no, I have to keep Renee happy or else she's going to start messing with my tea. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, a thousand little inconveniences. Uh, yeah, that's Renee, not SNA, but it's the same idea. I know, but I'm like, why, why, maybe hire people who aren't fucking petty as fuck. The, and, and this gets into, like, my problem with Robert Jordan's matriarchy idea, mm-hmm. is that in his version of a matriarchy, women are incredibly petty and also just constantly threaten each other with sexual violence, which we will get to. Uh, trigger warning for the final chapter. If you don't, if talking about sexual violence is not something you want to hear today. Yeah. Be aware when we get to chapter 15, but. Yeah. Um, the, 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 she's like, yeah, if I don't discuss what I'm going to wear with my maid, she's going to be so upset that she's going to start making my life miserable. I know. I'm like, like, why would she do that? Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, It's like funny, but like. Andrew says, I fingered the like button like my favorite terrain grill. So if you have a favorite terrain grill, make sure you finger that like button. Thank you. Uh, Wait, I wrote that down. What? We'll get to it, but there's there is a section, um, there is a section that I actually screenshotted from those this week's reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about no, no, dressing. No. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 about fingering. Oh, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yep. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, okay, so they get dressed, and then um, one of the Aiel shows up. They're they're basically their stepmom shows up. Um, or no, wait. Is no, that... no, that's later. They have the meeting first because Avienda's in her pretty God, these dress. fucking meetings. This is the yes. most. So, I they get dressed. I so much. Here's the thing. They get dressed. And then Brigitte is like, hey, Dayelin is back and she brought some people. Uh, the high seats. She the, brought the high seats of three houses. Yeah, brought, brought some, or four some houses. peeps over to, to yeah. see ya. So, Elaine then gets changed out of what she decided on and decides to go with a different dress with more gems and stuff and she's like mm-hmm. hey Avienda why don't you put on a pretty dress as well and Avienda's like wow I'm so conflicted because I feel like I am getting soft as wetlander and I don't want to wear pretty clothes because I actually really like pretty clothes but Elaine said that I could put on pretty clothes so I guess I'm going to put on some pretty clothes and that about sums it up yeah and so they put on the pretty clothes and they go walk into the room and surprise there's some children this, yeah 
Which is funny because Elaine is like, what, 19? There's that, but also like... <laughs> She's like, wow, these children. This guy is like 16. I'm like... did, But did Dielan leave without mm -hmm. knowing who the high seats of these houses were? No, she's supposed to bring their like she knows who they are and that they're like but, younger, but they're but supposed Elaine to bring seems minders. confused by it. Like Elaine is like, where are the adults? Yeah, did they all die to come recently? With no, one. Okay, one of them died, and they're trying to elect a new one. Right, the, right, the, right, 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 right. One. Um, that one. No, no, but I mean, like Elaine seems surprised that there aren't that. No, it doesn't seem like yeah, she's surprised that the guardians aren't with them, but she seems surprised that like the high seats. I think she was surprised just, that they were only there in the room, but I did find it initially like weird that Elaine was so taken aback. Maybe she didn't know how old that they were. I feel like Dielan was super dialed in. Ah, 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 hey, got him. I'm really proud of that. On what, what her like mission was and on who was supporting her. And so I, I was just, I was surprised. I, I figured Dielan would have told... <laughs> Elaine, who was going to be there before mm -hmm. she came back. But, like, our, I I just found the whole, like, who it was very confusing. Be, just because the, we were led to believe uh -huh. the last time Dylan and Elaine sat down and talked about this, that they had, like, they had notes on everybody. And there was, like, a plan for all of the houses. Mm -hmm. And then the houses show up and Elaine is like, who are these fucking children? And I'm like, what do you mean? Didn't you, we t you guys clearly, you grew up with these people. Wow! At like event, yeah, no, at events and shit. Like, like Elaine would have a relationship with all of these people. Yeah. Anytime her mom held a ball or so, some shit, the high seats would come to Kaylin. Like, I so found it, seems, it very confusing. I okay, I, and I agree with you. It seems as though initially Elaine is surprised at how young they are, but then later mm. it says she's surprised that they just weren't with their like guardians. But it is written in the beginning that she is surprised at the ages of the people that are there. So I did find that very strange. I just don't think it was like uh, communicated well because then later she's like, well, where are the adults, right? I, I don't it's weird that you could be the heir to a high seat of one of the 19 major houses in Andor mm -hmm. and you've never met the princess. Like that doesn't make sense to me in terms of yeah they've never had like balls <clears throat> or... like that's that's not how that's not how this works right like this is a kingdom that would have events where these people would have met they would have gone hunting together as children like they they would have a, some sort of a relationship it kind of feels mm -hmm. and like look this this might sound strange it feels like Elaine doesn't know anybody in Andor which is weird because except she, Dielan. she which is weird because we know that she does we know that Elaine has studied her whole life the houses the the trades that uh, of the people in Andor and where everything comes from and like the inner workings of the kingdom itself and so yeah this like it was kind of weird how put off she was at this point i was expecting these people to show up and Elaine be like hey we've met like i know everyone because you would know everyone. Your mother was queen, and these are like the high seats of her kingdom. To be fair. They would have a relationship. To be fair, I mean, yes. And she, they'll come in, they're like, probably, hi. She's probably like met them, which is a bit strange. No, but they here's all the are thing, like, nice to meet you. And the one kid is like, I've never been to Camelin before. And I was like, what are you fucking talking about? Why? Yeah, and maybe we're just misunderstanding how like Andor works. Maybe the high seats and the queen don't have much interaction at all. And that is what it is. But, like, I, I think it was the girl, I think it was Catalin, who was like, yeah, I, like, my 
person, whoever was before me, either mom or dad or uncle or whoever it was, just decided that like either now or next year doesn't make a difference. So she is like the recent high seat. But and she then, still would have been heir to it, and Elaine would have been heir to the throne. Like, people are like, Andor is really big. Yeah, but these are the high seats. Like, I just, This yeah. is the ruling council of the kingdom. These people, I, I don't buy. I don't buy into it. That in 18 years. I found years, this really strange, and like, yeah. the these kids would have been forced to like summer together. Because you want them to get to know each other for the kingdom to be strong. They, they, you don't just, like, live in your separate manners and never interact with the queen, right? I, I think that, like, if 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 Elaine had been like, yeah, we met once when we were six or whatever, like, I could buy that. But, yeah, it is does seem weird that in, like, 18 years that Elaine was, like, growing <clears throat> up in the castle that they never hosted any kind of important meetings with high houses or, like fun balls or events or feasts of any kind or like communications and like bargaining like I, the, I don't know yeah if I, it was like she had met two of them and had met the other two i i would be more on board but it does seem it like is she specifically doesn't know the fact that she's not met all four of them that i find really weird including coilin or however you pronounce his name who's only two years younger than her yeah like they're they're they're, they're of an age Traveling, yeah. travel takes a long time. That, but they, they still, people, traveling took a long time for centuries. I would. The king of Britain would still go summer with the king of Spain. Like, we still found time to go meet up with these people. Yeah. It, I, it, it's it not does, like you only come to the coronation. Like, there are, there it, are other events. Yeah, it does seem weird that they have never met before. I think if there was like a, yeah, we like were at the same feast when we were like eight or something, like, would be, or maybe she doesn't recognize them because, like, they are young. They are several years younger than her. Coylin is only two years younger than. Hey, look, look. I, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not upset that like she doesn't yeah. have. A, she's not close with them. I just think it's really weird that, that she walks into the so room off guard, yeah. and she's never met all none of the four of them. Right? She's never met any of them. Yeah. That is what's weird to me. Like you it would is, think that more gays <clears throat> in like training Elaine would either have. Elaine, like them, come to her to for meetings and stuff like that, or they 100%. would travel around to the high seas. Well, but, to, but that's the problem is that we know so, that Morgase and Elaine traveled around. We know that Elaine has been around all the kingdoms, yeah, or, or not all of them, but that that more and that they have like planned everywhere. Yeah, it's really just weird to me that she walks into this room and there are four high seats and not one of them, including a boy who is near her age, Very who close, should yeah. have been like maybe these two will get married. He's he's of an age. He's the heir to the high seat. There, there's like like that would be a good match, right? Like the I don't fact think that, Andor really works like that. Like you maybe know, maybe not. But my point is that like the fact that they've never met is so. It, yeah. This whole time I was like, well, I do think it is odd. Okay. Yeah. No, I do. I do. I, I think it is strange. Um, and it just it, it makes Elaine's relationship with Andor strange to me because she is just constantly meeting people. And I wish that she had relationships with somebody in Andor what? other than her maid and her 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 um her guy. Yeah, I think that it kind of undercuts what we think that we know about Elaine because before this point, we think that Elaine has worked her entire life studying Andor and everything about it, right? Like, and so yeah, having her not recognize any of these people. A, regardless of never having met them, but even like recognizing them is a little bit strange when 
we're led to believe that like Elaine has been training for this her whole life and she takes it very seriously and she's good at it. If yeah. Elaine was like a forgetful person or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, sure, like whatever. But, you know, she's she was training for 18 years to be the queen. Like, I would assume, yeah, she would at least meet one of them. And so it, it does, I, yeah. It, I, it, yeah, it's just a weird undercut of her character in this chapter that it doesn't add anything. I just so, also, I just also wish she had like friends. Like, the weird thing about Andor to me is that yeah. uh, Elaine and Avienda come back, and Elaine... <laughs> That's why Elaine loves Avienda so much. She's like, I finally have a friend. Right, but, like, Elaine ha- Elaine has nobody in Andor that she cares about on a personal level. I think Gareth and Bryan it, was one of those people. <laughs> Gareth Bryan is like a 55-year-old yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. I'm saying there's not nobody. Okay, I, yeah. I'm being very clear. Yes, I, but, like, I think that um, What's-His-Face Robin probably got rid of all the people who were friendly with Morghese and Elaine. Yeah. So And so that that would be devastating, I think, to come back to, but that's never really been talked about, and so I am in, I am putting on that whatever you, uh, however you call I, it. I, I just feel like this scene would have been more interesting if Elaine and Catelyn had a relationship. Yes, And yes. if Elaine and Coylan had a relationship. Instead of, we kind of meet them really quickly, we find out that Catelyn sucks, Coylan is arrogant, and the other two are boys. And that's all we get out of well, them no, because there's, the there's one, no prior relationship to like build smart. the scene on. Yeah, there's the one who's like, ah, he could be okay. He's 11. He's like kind yeah. of smart. Yeah. He's not smart enough to be useful to Tarmigaden. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like he's young Sheldon showing up and like, I I have a plan. Yeah, We're going yeah, to yeah. defeat the Dark One using gunpowder. Yeah. But no, he's I, 11 years old and he's like, oh, this is a bad situation. Like, Yeah, I, I agree. I thought that that was a little bit weird, but um, we, you know, we got the scene where we meet all of them. So at least Elaine has some more houses behind her. This this is a good thing. Um, Has more soldiers. This is also a good thing. And so all overall, I think it is a win. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's a bit weirdly done. And and someone brought up um how many of the other heirs did Joffrey meet when they were children? They they that's the whole that's, that's what the plot of the first season is. They're children and they go meet each other when they're like eleven. <laughs> like that's yeah yeah that that's what happens. That that Game of Thrones is literally what I think should have happened with Elaine. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. The king like, goes on tour and introduces his child to the kingdom. Like, that's well, a thing. Well, no. He goes to ask uh, Ned to be his hand. But, oh, but he's definitely but toured yeah. the Southernlands. Joffrey's been to the Riverlands and to the Erie. And... Or at least those lords have come to Joffrey. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Cersei doesn't seem like the traveling type, but they've <sighs> definitely been summoned. Okay, we're taking a detour on the show really quickly, y'all. Wait, what? Uh, Wizards of the Coast released a statement on the OGL. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, 57 minutes ago? No, that was 20 hours ago. That's not that one. Go back. Oh, they canceled an announcement. 57 minutes ago? Is it that one? Uh, sorry, y'all. This is, like, the biggest news. Wait, what is this? Um. (laughs) Sorry, monkey. It's too late. We saw it. (laughs) Uh, the OGL will not contain any royalty structure. Let's go. Um, any language we put down will be crystal clear and unequivocal on that point. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the license language was intended to protect us and our partners from creators who incorrectly allege that we steal their work simply because of coincidental similarities. Uh, okay. So they're backing down because they realized that they were about to make the dumbest thing ever. Okay, that's all I needed to know. 
Sorry. This is, guys, this is a win. This is a win is a win. A win is a win yeah, because win we want to do a Wheel of Time D&D show after we finish the books. So. Yeah, and if, if if Wizards keeps being stupid, that wouldn't be possible. So yeah. this is good. This is good news for a potential D&D Wheel of Time show. That's a spoiler. we also have we we guys we I, I I've started planning out the plot of the D, of the Wheel of Time D and D show, and because I'm gonna DM it, the problem is I can't talk about it with Clarus because she's gonna be one of the players, and so I I have this like thing that I'm working on and I have to keep it to myself. And yeah, I'm sad about it. It's weird, right? We talk about everything. We talk about literally everything, and this is the one thing where I'm like, she can't know about the plot I'm coming up with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, German says they're they're backing down. They're just delaying, in my opinion. Yeah, but they them coming out and saying there will be no royalty structure in it is huge, right? Yeah, that is that is important. This was important. I want to create like uh, I want to do at least a mini series to start that is like a D and D wheel in. of time game. Monkey says, hit me up. Yeah. All right. That'll be fun. They, uh, God, it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. I have an idea for it. Um, in terms of what the plot is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um. And um, I would love. Oh, uh, Andrew, uh, welcome back to the nerd table. <laughs> Nerdy's plan is off screen. No reader will know. Uh, no, until I it happens. I promise you. I promise you. It, no, we should. You will know all of the characters planning because they will do it live in the video because it will be Dungeons and Dragons. We should steal from. <clears throat> we should borrow from Dungeons and Daddies and have like book club like send you names and like uh, magic item ideas. Maybe Patreon. that's what I'll do. Maybe like I'll use the Patreon to like I'll do like live streams in the Patreon to homebrew with people who wanna. <laughs> what if Fabu DM'd Wheel of Time D and D having not read Wheel of Time? <clears throat> that would be a nightmare. Just just based on our book club would be hilarious. I love that you haven't read the Wheel of Time, but you mod our book club. This it's is the funniest I, part. This is why we love you. Also, Fabu, I got your message. I haven't responded yet, but yeah, I do want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Well, looks I like might you're just, gonna have to talk to. I'm, at this point, I might just make Blue the villain. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Lord Blue. I'm really sad I'm not going to be able to be in this chat between you and Monkey, but that's fine. I will <clears throat> I will get over my FOMO. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to set anything in stone until we finish it, because I want to, like, know the entire story before for I sure, tell my sure. story. Is there a clothing <clears throat> stat every day you have to roll for your outfit? Fucking hell. We would have to pay so many artists to draw it. A boob size stat. Yes, everyone is going to have to write, roll for how hot they are. Yes, yes, um, yes. And it starts at a 10 and only goes up from there. Dakuna says, will there be a true wheel of time? Uh, uh, will it be true to wheel of time and have no one communicate? Uh, <clears throat> no, unfortunately <laughs> That not. would be hard in D&D. The evil of Methany's cat. Oh my God. No, Sammy will without Sammy... a doubt be in a, a, like a, a, a feline trollic. Yes, yes, absolutely no. NPC. It'll be a good, uh, the, the good Trolloc. The good Trolloc. NPC that like helps out on the mission. That's funny. Oh my God. I love that. It's mm. going to be fun, guys. Very excited for I that. I don't know if you can tell. I want to talk about anything other than this week's reading. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the one that broke me. Like all of the stuff before has been like, I've had like frustrations. I've had like... Things that I haven't liked, but this is the reading where I was like, "Here's the thing." Like I, I honestly believe you could pull this out of the series and and you would not notice. I can't imagine there is anything in this week that is so vital to the Wheel of Time that you that you need it moving forward. I'm pretty sure you could jump before jump ahead to the next Elaine section and you'd be like, "Yeah, I understand what's going on." Probably. Uh, Here's the thing. I I I enjoyed reading it. 
I don't have much to talk about it. And and that that is kind of disappointing to me. Because it's pretty straightforward, know? right? There's nothing to, like, until we get to the final chapter, there's not a lot to, like, surmise about. Other than, like, where did Marililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililil
Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm like the one person that loves, um, oh, fuck, I'm, I can't believe I'm playing it. Wesley Crusher. I'm like the one Crusher fan out there. Probably. I would pick Wesley Crusher over his fucking mother. Jesus Christ. Here's the thing, though. You've got to understand. I was fucking Wesley Crusher's... Beverly. I was Wesley Sorry. Crusher's age when that show came out. Yeah. So, like... Well, when it came out or when you watched it? When did... Wait, no, that was Next Generation, wasn't it? Wasn't that 90s? Uh... Was Next Generation earlier than the 90s? When I watched it, I was the same age as Wesley Crusher. I was gonna Crusher. say, when you watched it, you probably were. I, I thought I watched it live, but I might not have. Um... Uh, not gonna get Billy Zane. I'm gonna tell you right now. I loved meeting Billy Zane, and he has an affinity for Wheel of Time. He would. He does not. He he. It would be a bit above his head. Uh, Turvog, thank you for the super chat. If you include wheels, you'll have as many characters as the real Wheel of Time. That is true, actually. Um. Okay. So yes. We, so I, when I watched it, Wesley Crusher and I were the same age, and so it was like seeing myself in space. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I really understand. liked it because mm-hmm. there were no kids in Star Wars. Yeah. Until Phantom Menace. Yeah. Right. And so Wesley Crusher was like me in space. And so I've just always had an affinity for him. And then he grew up to be like the better version of me now, right? Like he's like a fun YouTuber, actor, voice actor. He is living the life I want to be living that I'm like working towards. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We're, we're I just want to be like Will Wheaton, you guys. Um, uh, without the like uh, bullying, what happened to him is really unfortunate. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I do not envy. I, I do not envy aspects of his life. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I admire him for the way he overcame them. Absolutely. No. Um. Next Sorry. Chapter? What were we talking about? We were talking about the wheel of time. The uh, kids. The kids. Fuck off. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go into a meeting with uh two of I think are really cool characters. We got first maid and the clerk. Yeah. Who I was are about both? To call them the clergy. Full on. Like, no. like the FBI and the CIA of Elaine's Andor. Yeah, they're like, I don't like telling you what I know. <clears throat> but I like that Elaine has them both in her hand because nothing can be secret. Yeah. They have to do it in front of one another. And so it like protects Elaine from either of them lying to her. Yeah. Like this true. is really brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, This is one of those moments where like, fuck, Elaine is so smart. Yeah, she really is. And like, again, I want to go like, yes, I struggle with this week's reading because I don't see the point of it. But I uh, uh, over and over, I will say, I think Elaine comes across as really intelligent in this. And I am enjoying reading her and Avian and Bergie. It is hard to believe this is the same character from all the circus bullshit. It is so hard to believe that this is the same. She like she downloaded a fucking politics book from The Matrix like fucking Neo. (laughs) Neo learned Kung Fu and Elaine became a completely different person. Kind of, yeah. Remember when Elaine was sitting on Tom's lap because she wanted a daddy like four books ago? But in universe, that was like three months ago. Yeah. Rand fucked political knowledge into Elaine. No, it was already there. I don't like that. I don't like that. But I'm saying like that was, but like that was kind of where everything changed. Yeah. Like Elaine's story went from being like what it was before to this when she had sex with Rand. Wow. We're moving on. Uh, so, ooh, I get the delivery today. Um, you get a delivery every day. Pretty much. It's my daily dopamine dose. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> brings me joy. Shut up. Um, so, yeah, so we get to the chapter. They, uh, they don't have... Uh, a ton of like super important. Emperor is right. She she started in Abu, Abu Dhar. Yeah. Yes. That was really the that was really the moment. I just wanted to make a joke. No, no, you're <clears throat> it's fair. Uh, no, they have really cool information. 
The brown Aja is spying on her through the librarian? What? Yeah, I mean... Oh my god, I'm course, riveted! Of course it's through a librarian. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I hope you know I'm joking. Yeah. This was the most... She was like, I found a spy. And I was like, oh shit, let's go. The librarians are sending information to the brown Aja. The only thing that's like... Fuck off. Okay, but we do know that Renee took it upon herself to oust one of the spies because she believes that he's going to turn cope for Then for give me the Renee Harper POV and let me watch her do that. I know. I know. Stop fucking telling me she did it in a meeting. Yeah. I like and this is this is I'm losing my mind. Could have been this, an email. This entire book is just people describing things that other people did when they weren't present. Yeah. Oh, we found the Shido. Great. Why couldn't we have just been there when they found the Shido? Like, why aren't we just with our characters when they're fucking doing things? And why is it constantly like, all right, let's sit in these chairs and talk about all the interesting things that happened? Yeah. Oh, Doyle and Millar went out and fought in the in the field. Cool. I, I guess he survived that because we're after that fact and he's present. I have to pee. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, so then, yeah, so we find out that the Browns are spying through the librarian, and even Elaine is like, I am sure that's not a problem. I think we'll be fine. Um, and, um, we also find out that Renee has a, a, a spy that she thinks she can, she can, I don't know. I don't know. So then they switch, and Nori comes in, and Nori's like, uh, people are trying to burn down the grain. And uh, we stopped them. They they were unsuccessful in burning down. Uh, we don't even get to see Matt and Kooladin fight. That is very true. Nerdy, put that in a memo and title it, Shit, I Already Know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put it in, yeah, shit I already know. This whole fucking reading was shit I already know. Um, to be fair, we saw it happen in the Bashir POV. Oh, was that this? Oh, interesting. I thought that those were different things, Lee Science. So it's literally something we've already seen. Great, cool. Um, Simon Dage says, on the upside, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Your slog is almost over. Um, cool. I've watched this in two times for the past 30 minutes, and now Nerdy is speaking so slowly, and it just feels sad. <laughs> I don't want the show to be sad, you guys. I'm sorry. That's why I keep talking about other shit that is not this book. Because this book is... Uh, it's rough. Well, okay. I'm struggling. About, I'm sorry I'm struggling. No, no. I, I, I get you. How about, you know, we get through the rest of this. Like, we'll power through the last, like, what, three chapters or whatever it is. And go for ice cream? Uh, I was going to do some bed bond bail fire, but... What uh, if we go to Pure and Simple and get brunch? I think they close at 3. Fuck. So if we end at 1.30, we have time. All right. Um, <laughs> brunch, guys. We get we get brunch as a reward. So uh, they uh, they um, I don't know. They're they the they're hoping that money is gonna solve their problems. Maybe. Well, okay. So so what's his face? No 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 no. The not keeper. The clerk yeah. is like, hey, uh, these people all took out. I guess, like, remortgaged their houses or whatever is the equivalent of that. I don't know. They have a bunch of loans. Oh, yeah, they're over-leveraged. Loans? I, okay, and now I don't understand finance at all. So they have loans. Well, that's concerning because I'm the one that does all the tax organizations. So uh, 
They I, have, I don't know either. I'm they just took saying out I know a loan against their estate. Kind of, yeah. With different bankers, and yes. those bankers don't know that they already have loans out on that estate. So if something It's actually happened, worse than that. It's worse than that. It's actually much worse than that. They've taken out three separate loans yeah. on future profits that they do not currently have. So not only does... It, it's actually like... Okay. I... I, I, I Okay, so they have essentially over-leveraged a position mm -hmm. that they are not currently in. Meaning gotcha. that no matter what, they can't pay back their loans because they're future loans. So they are hoping that, that they are going to be able to solve the problem by having the queen that they support solve the problem for them because there is no way they're ever going to pay those loans back. Right? The problem with that is that if there isn't enough money in the royal coffers to cover their over-leveraged position, the entire economy of, of Andor might get fucked by this. This is essentially what happened uh, in 2008. So the bankers don't talk to one another? That seems... No, banks typically don't, no. Uh, cool. All right, well, that is interesting, kind of, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah. yes... They are going to pay the sellswords, I guess, so keep an eye on those motherfuckers. Uh, moving on? Maybe. Or they're buying something else. I don't really know what they're buying. Like, I, I don't know. No, they're definitely buying the mercenaries. They they got it. That's got to be it. Um, Febu says they're mixing shorting their position and long-term investing investing the exact same position, and it's a recipe for failure. Yes. Mixing. Shorting their position shorting. and long-term investing. What is shorting? Okay, so when you short... No, you know what? It doesn't... It, it, it's, it's, it's quick. Okay. So when you short a stock, essentially what you're saying is that you think that the, the that stock position is going to go down in the future. And so, uh, so say your friend has, like, Apple stock, and Apple is currently trading at $12 a share. And you think that that is going to sell for, like, $6 a share in the future. You borrow that share from your friend... Saying, like, I will give you back your one Apple share in two weeks. But I'm just going to borrow it for those two weeks. Why? Because you're going to sell it for $12. You're going to sell your friend's thing? Yes. And then when it drops, you're going to buy it back and give it back to them and it's going to be less valuable. That's so rude. Right. But the person who you're borrowing from is hoping that the share actually goes up and that you're go they're going so to get the share. you're betting against one another. They're that you're going to lose money. So it's like a haha, -ha, fuck you. This is how GameStop became a meme stock because everyone was shorting GameStop thinking the price was going to go down. I so everyone started to buy GameStop stock to raise the price. Hate all of this. I so never artificially inflate it. I hate stocks. I've never understood it. I think it's I think it's imaginary value and money and that does not fit. It is imaginary money. It's um, all fake. It's all bullshit. Okay, so we get a really cool thing where the wise one shows up. Uh, they're like a midwife. Oh, yeah. And he's like... <laughs> Elaine goes for an ultrasound. Yeah, Elaine gets a little ultrasound, finds out that she's with twins. Which we already knew. Min told us this two books ago. Did she? I yes. thought... Min was like, yeah, she's going to have twins and you're going to have four. Oh, yeah. We, like, <laughs> I was like, did, wait, didn't... Did they not tell Elaine? Min told everyone this when they were all drunk on Usquay. They didn't remember, right? Oh, um, so okay, yeah. okay, okay. So she's going to have twins, yeah. and everybody's healthy, and you cannot channel while you're giving birth. Good. Can you imagine how dangerous that would be? Fair. You know what? Fair. I really wanted... I, I was hoping that the, the, the midwife was essentially going to be like, you're not eating enough. You need more calories. 
Get this girl some food. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Rand's got those uh, strong swimmers. You know what he's, I'm saying? He's got strong swimmers. Mm-hmm. I'm glad him and not me. Yeah, so um, clearly something terrible is going to happen while she's giving birth and not be able to help. That was my first thought immediately. It's like, ah, oh, well, fuck. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Better have Nynaeve there just in That's case. when Camelin is going to fall. Camelin is going to fall while, like, Egwene uh, and Rand are going to be trying to defend Camelin while Elaine is giving birth. Yes, yeah. yes, 100%. On the Lion Throne. They're going to add stirrups to the Lion Throne, and she's going to be, like, popping babies out into the middle of the throne room in the middle of a giant battle. It's going to be crazy. No. Yeah. No. I feel bad for those kids. They are going to have the most aggressive aunties. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, God. Nah, nah, it's going to be great. To have Brigitte, Avienda, and fucking, well, no, Min will be fun. Min, Min is going to make, <laughs> Min is going to get those kids in so much trouble. Probably. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, that was kind of interesting. They're like, is this like delving? And the wise one is like, <laughs> you fucking idiot. No, it's not like delving. <laughs> um, And then it is. It's It's almost exactly like delving. No, it goes <laughs> deeper. That's what she said. Oh, God. Fun fact. Biologically, men contribute about 10% to the factor of of virility to fertility. I couldn't read that for a second. We don't count for much. Well. Yes, but if there is a problem in fertility uh, in a couple, the first person they look to is the man. Yeah. They test the man first before they test the woman. Yeah. I think because statistically it's more likely, but. Yeah. That's that more, statistically more likely for the problem in a couple to be in the man's side than the woman's side. Because, and also, the problem with sperm is easier to solve than um, if the fertility is on the woman's Remember side. Remember the good old days when all the kings would just get a new wife if she didn't birth him a son? <laughs> um, so, throughout this whole section, Dylan, uh, Avienda, and Brigitte are basically not friends. Uh, which led yeah. to one of my favorite sentences in this section, which was... Go for it. Elaine wished her friends could all get on as well as she and Avienda did, but somehow they managed to ru- they managed to rub on together. What does that mean? Because when I think of women rubbing on together... Um, Orgy. <laughs> but somehow they managed to rub on together. So this means... This is actually a confirmation within the text of Wheel of Time that they are having orgies so that they can get along better, right? Because they don't really like each other, but when you can give someone else an orgasm, you have like a little bit of respect for them. So this is like confirmation in the text about orgies. The sentence continues. Mm -hmm. And she supposed that was really all she could ask from real people. (laughs) As opposed to those fake people in your orgies. Well, no, the the next sentence is perfection (laughs) was a thing for books and Gleeman stories. Sex tells her. I understand what she's saying, but like, I don't know what rubbing on together is. I think it might be a dated phrase that, like, I don't understand. But when I read it, I was like, are they fucking scissoring? Like, what is happening? <laughs> I, oh, yeah. We're having an intermission smut corner, y'all. Basically. This isn't smut corner. I'm not adding it. I'm just saying that I read this and I laughed. I was like, oh, yeah, the, those ladies, they don't like each other, so they're rubbing on together. Yeah, why not? Here's the thing. If you can, like, if you can jerk yourself off beside somebody else... Like, you have to have some kind of, like, getting along for that to happen. What? They're going to rub on? I don't know. I, I could jerk off next to my enemies. Really? I feel like that'd be very distracting. No, it'd be a competition. I would get very competitive about it. <laughs> about who can go the longest? Or shoot the farthest or, like, biggest load. Like, there's so many things you can compete on. Are you measuring it in ounces? 
No, you can kind of tell. You can kind of, you know, give it a little look-see. Just eyeball it? Yeah. You put a cracker down. No. <laughs> I was stopping this right here. You're the one who uh, stopped us in the first place. No, actually, I did. I, I brought... Never mind. That's my bad. Um. So then, Segan... I need alcohol. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Honestly, Ember is me too. One of the most unrealistic things about this series is how many of the women just don't like one another. And like, if you're like in high school, I guess. Yeah, Robert but... Jordan. Look, guys, I'm 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 gonna say it. Mm -hmm. I don't think Robert Jordan's esteem of women was very high. I get the feeling it wasn't. No, he had Robert Jordan has some weird ideas about women that like are very dated and very stereotypical, and didn't yeah. bother me as much when I was a few books in. But now that I've been, th this is the only thing I've been reading for a year. I'm kind of like, dude, like. I, it is noticeable. Yeah. I wish that his wife had edited harder. Had edited harder. I, look, I, they, they they did something really awesome, but I, I do agree that the the way that he thinks that women interact with one another is definitely dated and a bit stereotypical. German Cosabelle says the point of women not liking one another is parody of patriarchy, in my opinion. No, but the problem is that the, the stereotype of women not liking each other is from the patriarchy. And so you're not, not parodying the patriarchy. They're not making fun of it. Within like, the patriarchy, men get along behind women's backs. Like, the joke is that men are like, when, if you put a group of rich men in a room, they will agree on shit to the detriment of women, but they will smoke cigars and have a good time. They'll call in strippers. If you're going to parody the patriarchy with a matriarchy that's the same, then you yeah. have women get along and smoke cigars and bring in male strippers. Mm -hmm. It's not a parody of the matriarchy. He has taken a, a a cornerstone of the idea of the patriarchy and he has emphasized it and made that the matriarchy, but it is still a stereotype born out of the patriarchy that is not real. It is a uh, systemic idea that has been like ingrained in people like us who were raised in a patriarchy to believe that it is real, but yeah. it doesn't actually exist. If you look, I, I grew up in a dance company where I was the only boy, mm -hmm. right? I spent all my time around girls. Yes, there were people who didn't like each other, but like when the fucking competition is going on, we got long. <laughs> Yeah. When the siege is happening at the gates of the city, you fucking get along. You figure it out. <laughs> this is not the time. But it's always the time for the women in Wheel of Time to be pissy with one another. They can be riding into a literal fucking battle, linked together using each other's powers and sniping at each other about each other's cleavage. Like, yeah, it's not the time. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It is not my favorite aspect of these books. Um, I don't condemn Robert Jordan for it because oh, no, like he it's just... grew up in a time yeah. where that's what people thought and it is what it is. But, um, yeah, yeah. After, you know, after a year of it, it, it does really stand out, you know? Um, we said we were going to get through this so we, we could get you ice cream. <laughs> we're not getting ice cream. I'm kidding. I don't want to fart all day. Uh, so then. Fine. Brunch then. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, what? Okay, so we did the we did the ultrasound. Yeah. So um, Segan shows up and says that Marilolo will run away with the Seafolk apprentice. With well, with uh, with somebody. I don't. Did we actually find out that it was her? Yeah, one of her their apprentices is missing, and the person with Marilolo has the hand tattoo that um. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right. You're right. Mm. 
I, I was yeah. like, I feel like it's like implied. It is implied, but yeah, that it is very heavily implied. Um, um, so yeah, so they're running off. Yeah, and so Elaine, Elaine is poorly. Elaine understands really quickly that it, it, it's that this is a problem for her, and mm -hmm. I think that um, I would love to know what she does about it. But that's the end of the reading. So we will find out when Elaine returns next book. <laughs> no oh my god that okay. what this book is uh, i'm 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 fairly certain mm -hmm. that because of the way that and look maybe i'm reading too much into the chapter breakdowns the first week was matt and perrin exclusively this week was elaine exclusively i think next week is going to be Egwene exclusively and the final week is going to be rand exclusively none of these storylines are going to come back until next book you think we're getting Egwene in here i know we're getting Egwene in here I, okay. I read like the first word of like I I like the next page. Well, I like flipped okay. the page uh -huh, uh -huh. and I saw Egwene's name. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like Egwene's the next POV, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I spoiled myself for that, but and I'm no, sorry I spoiled you for that. But, that's fine. Doesn't um, matter. I think that this book is literally a slice of life. We're going to see the, this is our slice of life anime book. We're going to see the the moment Sidin was cleansed mm -hmm. from every perspective, and that's all this book is. Yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right. Which is dreadful, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so then uh, chapter 15, Gathering Darkness. Again, I just want to state, we're going to be talking about some sexual assault stuff in this chapter. And so if that's triggering for you, if it's not something you want to listen to, I totally understand. Just want to give a heads up because there's a lot of it in this chapter. Um, both of the, the first two weeks reading of this have both ended on chapters with weird sex stuff in them. That I find strange. Yeah. Um, but uh, just just want to give people a heads up because we're going to mention it. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Iljwam, Wheel of Time Book 10. Meanwhile, yes. K kind of. Yes. Yeah. Meanwhile. Yeah. Uh, you you got um, you got banned. You spoiled it for me. Bye. <laughs> no. It's not funny if the joke goes on too long. Uh, this is why I can't do the book club by myself. Because you can't read my notes. <laughs> uh, so, Alenia, um, now tell us your D&D club. I had one that I tried to start on three separate occasions. Oh, did you? Why don't we do it? it never panned out. Well, turn it into a show. Make it content. I've forgotten most of it. <laughs> That's the saddest, most defeated you've ever sounded. It was like five years ago. So... Um, it's only funny if he commits exactly. Can you imagine if I never came back? <laughs> I'm like, guys, my husband is missing. Next week, like, Dakuna's sitting here like, guys, welcome to the Nerdy Wordy Book Club. I'll fly him in. I, like, shave and, like, put on, like, a wig and, like, try and look like a different person. Put, like, contacts in and have a fake nose. Yeah, why not? You're like, I got a new husband. Why? Yeah, why not? Gotta, gotta have a new one every week. Okay, here we go. Um, Alenia is riding around the camp that she's a prisoner in. Uh-huh. Uh, which is, which is interesting. I, I actually thought, like, this concept of, like, there's, like, this limited freedom that they have within the camp. Yeah. Was kind of cool. I, I the, the way Amarilia is, is, like, shepherding them around the camps so that they can't, they don't have time anywhere to, like, sit and, um, to, like, really plot because yeah. they're they're kept on their feet. I was like, oh, this is, like, making Amarilia seem smart, which makes me think that it's not her idea, uh, based on what we've learned about that character from other people's POVs. Yes, yes. So I think that this is all Cheyenne, right? Uh, yeah. Or whoever's running Cheyenne. 
I, yeah, I guess. No. Whoever's the actual, like, top of the chain here, because it's definitely not Amarillia. And so, um, they're, uh... In Is this... it Amarillia or Amarilla? Arimilla. 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 Whatever. I, I can't... My... Arimilla. Sure. <laughs> Free Ron Burgundy? Uh, My name is Ron Burgundy, and I read The Wheel of Time. I've got to say, I love the way women are portrayed in this series. God damn it. And that says everything you need naked. to know. Naked. Um, so, naked. Um, so she's like, I've got to stay away from Nain or else I'm Aurelia or whatever. I, I'm dyslexic, you guys. Army. Um, We're going to go with Army. Army is going to punish me. And then she sees Nain across the way. And Nain starts galloping her horse in the middle of them. They're like outside. And I was like, like super suspicious? Super, you know what? You're so sneaky, Nain, riding your horse towards her at full gallop. To be fair, she's desperate. She's like, I know you're plotting something with your husband, Jared. Get me the fuck out of here. And she's like, okay, I could maybe do something, even though we're not plotting anything, but I could maybe do something if you give me a letter signing over uh, everything, your soul, to, to me. No, just, just, your, just your allegiance. Just your allegiance and your land and your money and your armies and your loved ones and all of that fun stuff. Just your allegiance. I don't know why you're adding in all this other stuff to it. I, she basically it, it says like, uh, like your your allegiance and therefore your armies and your like financial support. Yeah, for her for her claim to the throne. But she's not like you're gonna be my servant. She needs she needs Naeem like to it. remain a high seat. Because if Naeem yeah. isn't a high seat anymore, then then her then her allegiance doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So like it, it, in this weird way, like stealing the financials and the like people from one of the other high seats doesn't benefit her mm-hmm. right you would actually be weakening your position yeah, because yeah. you need the 10 yeah. seats to you, well you and nine's people are there for her and will support her and so if you take her out of the equation then those people aren't your people but nine staying there and being the figurehead is, yeah. is the is the way to do things um and so they they start sniping at each other by threatening that they're going to tell on one another and get each other raped which is really fucking weird. It's a weird scene. Yeah. Right? I'm not wrong about this. Yeah, it was weird. I honestly, I was like, am I reading this correctly? Because I had a headache when I was finishing the reading last yeah. night. And I was like, am I? No, no, that is what they're saying. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. A little cringe. Didn't need it. A little need bit it. cringe. Didn't, yeah. it just, it, it felt, it feels like using it as a background detail, like, and, and, and I didn't notice it at first during the chapter. I was like, oh, that's kind of gross, but like, whatever. But this chapter, it happens a lot in this chapter. Yes. The threat of women being raped is dangled over three different women in one chapter in a way that I was kind of like... Not the threat. The That one that one woman, that one serving woman? Falion. Oh, well, no. Uh, no, four. Yeah, four because four. of the serving woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The serving woman is... The, our army is like, hey, you're going to go have sex with this guy to keep him from trying to rape this girl. Yeah, and even Alenia is like... That's your, what are you fucking doing? I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, 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 yeah. and it was a shame because I think that what was going on in this chapter was really interesting. Yes. And it was very distracting to have this like thing that just keeps being brought up when there's, uh, there's other interesting things happening here. And I wish that they had just focused more on that and not felt the need to be so aggressive about the sexual assault element of what they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. I, I just, like, I didn't Ugh. need it. I, I don't think it, like, made the scene better no. or more meaningful. I don't think that, like, 
I don't know. I I, I just I, I felt it strange that there was such a weird focus on it in this chapter. Yeah. And then we switch POVs and it happens again. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's like basically like the Robert Jordan is like, you know who the bad guys are because sexual assault. But it also happens to the good guys. So like Well, it does yeah, it happens to more gays. But like, yeah, we, but yeah, that's yeah. but that's because it's a bad person who's doing it. It's just yeah, it it, it was it, it was just a lot and like very concentrated in this one chapter that I was like, that's it was a bit jarring to read. Um, it's just I I thought Wheel of Time was going to be a little bit cleaner than Game of Thrones, but honestly, like I feel like there's almost as much sexual assault in Wheel of Time as there's in Game of Thrones. It's which just is not surprising as detailed. Like it doesn't go into the actual like acts of it, right? Like. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's it it is alluded to just as much, but um. Yeah, I just yeah. I, it, th- these this are was, bad guys. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, Alenia and Nyan, uh, Nyan agrees. Alenia is going to help her escape because Jared, her husband. Um, but then they run into each other again, but this time with Amarilia, and the, yeah, they go to leave and then they come <laughs> right back because army is there. Um and um. Yeah, Nassim is there, and Nassim is super fucking, he's old and creepy and weird. Yeah, he's, they think he's mad. They think he's senile. He he probably is. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fair bet, fair bet. So he threatens to, like, kill her husband, and she's like, oh, no, I don't like violence. And he's like, okay, fine, your husband can live. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And uh, to distract him from Elenia, yeah, uh, Army gives one of her own maids to go off with him and be used i guess uh gross um yeah and uh and yeah is there anything else that really happens with these characters in this section basically it's like uh, just all kinds of fucked up um, like you're like okay we get it these are the bad the, guys. the interesting thing is that alenia uh, uh amarilia is like really like fucking around with their sleeping to like fuck with them and she's like you two are gonna sleep in the same bed and the girls are like oh right. fuck does she know that we are in the same bed conspiratorially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she, does she know? Is it a coincidence that we just finally came to some kind of, like, agreement and that this is happening? And so they're trying to figure out what the, like, deus Damar of that move is, um, which it, it definitely seems suspicious, right? Um, I, I, I find Alini interesting because she's so cocky. But, like, she has no grounds to stand on. Here's the thing. Alenia is just as dumb as Armilla is. And here's why. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's why. Because Elenia, if it's not in front of her face, she makes wild assumptions. She's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Elaine over there in the palace, if I were in there, I wouldn't squander it like she is. She's probably bathing and having servants run around, feeding her delicious food and living the good life. And I'm like, what on earth would make you think that? Like, Elenia is also dumb as fuck. If, if, oh, she, if she was smart... She would be five steps ahead of what potentially Elena is up to and what potentially is going on there. And same with the other people. But she's yeah. like, oh, no, Elaine's twat. Fuck her. And I'm like, all right, well, you're just as bad as everybody else. What What do you think we were supposed to get out of this POV with Elena? Was it just to like to like be in the camp for the first time? Because I didn't no. really, I did not feel like this gave me a lot of. Um, I think this was confirmation that those people got when those people got kidnapped, right? Because they were they were yeah captured. Now we know where they are for sure. But we again, but that's like that's yeah. But we knew that already. Like I like this, we assumed that yes, it was inferred. No, because we know that they're there. 
Oh, I thought it was because Elaine like is saying because their their banners are with them, and Elaine is like, "Oh yeah, she has those two girls kidnapped." Like we know that the girls are in that camp. So yeah, like, I, I just kind of felt like we we're like, "Oh, we now found out that they're also being held under the threat of rape." Like I feel like the Maybe only it's... new information here was that they're being held under the threat of rape. That 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 kind of feels like the only thing that's and that new here. Amelia is stupid. Like, and like, yes, there are confirmations yeah. of things we already knew. Yeah, but I don't yeah, know. I just I, I don't really know what the point of it was either. Uh, I was like, okay. Yeah. There's no, Yeah, it didn't really need to be there. I bet if this was taken out of the series, it would make absolutely no difference. Um, but then we get um, we we get to David Hanlon. Uh, he's traversing the town. Doylen. Um, Doylen Millar. Uh, and uh, this this I liked this uh, for the most part, just because I felt like we the, the, David is coming across like a villain that. He's actually good at his job. Yeah. Which we have so few of in the Wheel of Time. Yes. So it's really actually kind of nice to have this character who's like... He realizes he's being followed. Yeah. And he deals with it accordingly. And his first thought is not like, oh, it's got to be this person. He goes through the list of people who could potentially have him followed, Mm -hmm. who he thinks is most likely and least likely, and then realized... It doesn't like 100% matter. I still need to go to the like see this person and, and fascinating. While he is doing that, mm-hmm. while he while he is thinking down that checklist, mm-hmm. he is staging the body to make it look like a thievery. And like he goes into the way he's doing that and he goes into the why of his individual actions touching certain parts of the body, setting him up, the why the, the why he's wiping his blade like that. Yeah. And I was it was just so nice to have a character do something yes. that isn't just talking yeah. about other like things that might happen in the future yeah. that I was like, Oh, this is great. This yeah. is like, this is, this is narrative. This is like, this is some good shit, Robert Jordan. Yeah. This is cool. And then we get to the house and like, whatever I like everything at the house. I don't give a fuck yeah. about. Cause but I, I, this was cool. I, I hate him. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. I like, like reading his, reading this was, was very interesting. But I want to feel like the villains that our heroes are fighting are smart yes. and capable. And oftentimes the forsaken are fucking jokes. They're, they're ridiculous, yeah. pompous jokes that yeah. I... that they're I, too preoccupied with one another to actually be able to, like, get shit done in... A and, like, they're not good at their job. All of them showed up to the fucking Shadar Lagoth fight, and none of them accomplished anything. Like, they're not... They're not scary. <laughs> if the fucking third stringer Ashaman can take out a Forsaken, then I'm not worried about our main characters at all. And so mm-hmm. I want villains who are capable. And David, in it, just by having him interact with this um, moment, yeah, I was like, oh, David is fucking smart. He's creepy yeah. and he's a terrible person. Yeah. But he's a villain that I can get invested in beating because I actually think that he's capable. Yeah. And oh, I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was a really well-written scene. Even though he's not like magical, right? Like he's he's just a uh, smart but like bad dude, right? Um, and so yeah, so he gets to the house and uh, fa- is it is this one Falian fa- or Falian? Falian. This is Falian. No, Falian is with. I know. Yeah, I just Egwene. their names are way too similar for me. Oh, Alenia and Elaine is fucking rude. Rude. Well, yeah, rude. Um, also, also Nane and Nissen. Also, Camelin and Aimlin. Oh, I know. Like why? I know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so uh, Falian mm-hmm. is there, and we know that like they're kind of on the same side. Only until he gets a chance to kill her, basically. But he doesn't want her to be able to escape and, like, have a grudge against him so that he has to be, like, looking over his shoulder again. And so even though very he is supposed... Okay, and this gets into a, this gets into a moment that I was like, oh, this could be interesting. Mm-hmm. He is supposed to be sexually assaulting her as punishment. Yes. But he's not. Because he doesn't want to have an Aes Sedai with a vendetta against him. For information. 
which I was like, interesting. Yeah. Like, thank God we're, we're not using that thing the same way in all of these stories. And then just when you think that Fallian is not being sexually assaulted as punishment, the other guy walks in and He's you're like, oh, no, like, she's desperate for T to put him to sleep at night so that she does Fucking hell. Um, yeah, so that's still happening. Just because David isn't doing it. Don't worry. Somebody is. Yeah. Um, so that's, <sighs> that is unfortunate. Um, yeah. So we know that uh, there's been a few visitors. I like this. Uh, Sonic Sean says, the only interesting Forsaken were Ishii in the books one through three and Lanfear. The rest are a collection of character traits that don't do much. I will I will add Asmodian to that list. I really liked Asmodian. Yeah. And I wish he'd been in the books longer. Yeah, yeah. I, the entire rest of them are one and dones. Well, here's the thing. Like, someone like Simiraj, the, the tiny moments we've had with them, I'm interested, but we don't have anything to go off of. And so, like, I, yeah, I just don't care very much. Like, they're not present. Um, and so it's it's tough to yeah. really even know what their motivations are, what they're up to, or where they're, like, what's up. But, but yeah, I think that, like, Lanfear was super interesting. Asmodian was super interesting. I didn't honestly find Ishamayel that interesting. I, I know that there are a lot of people who do, and, like, that's cool. Um, but... Um, he was interesting, though, because because he was uh, he was present to Rand. Like, sure. he felt like a threat to Rand. And, like, that, there was at least a build-up to that fight. Yeah. Morgi and Graindol. Mogidian is... Mogidian is the coward that we were told she always was. Yeah, and like, Mogidian hasn't actually accomplished anything. Yeah. She's been she's been around, but she's literally only ever lost. Like, much, name yeah. a thing that Mogidian has succeeded at. Yeah, I find Graindall super interesting as well, but I don't feel like I've had enough of her, like... POV, at least not, like, recently. We had, like, a little bit of her in Semiel, but even then, she would, like, she was just kind of going along with shit. Grendel has this, like, uh, over uh, overriding urge to fuck, and, mm-hmm. like, that's fine. I would just love to, I would love for her to, like, she, uh, Grendel was already successful when we saw her. She's taken over that kingdom, and she's just living her best life. Yeah. Like, Grendel's, like, partying. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But Mogidian has literally never fought anybody and won. Mogidian has not accomplished anything except Le- uh, uh, Leandrin. Mogidian beat Leandrin. Well done. And that that's kind of it, right? Like I I, I want them. I she want... gave away a bunch of secrets. Rand has beaten too many Forsaken at this point in their his first fight with them for me to think that any of them are really a threat. Yeah. And none of their plans ever really make sense. Mm-hmm. And so like Rand basically beat Samael by sending food. Uh yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I just, um... Which is, is interesting. But, yeah, like, Samael, I never really found, like, riveting to read. Like, I, I think that this is more interesting, especially because, like, he does not have powers. He's just bad and self-serving, right? But he's good at it. He is. He's he good has, at it. He yeah. has snuck his way in. Yeah. Like, I, I would argue um, that the most interesting Forsaken, we didn't find out that he was a Forsaken until he died. Or, no, Halima. Halima's doing a good job. True. I think Halima's Halima's legitimately scary. Halima seems competent, yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, we watched him die once already, so, like, he kind of got wiped by Rand the first time, so I'm just kind of like... He underestimated him, yeah. Well, I I think Rand will wipe the floor with him again next time they run into each other. I hope so, yeah. But that was the doorbell. I'll be right back. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. You keep talking about David and Shean. 
Uh, well, okay, so we know we know that potentially Shean, I, I don't even know if that's how you say her name, we know that she is also meeting with people who are in the camps outside of the walls. And so David Hanlon is kind of like, okay, is Elaine meant to be on the throne like I thought she was because I wanted to have sex with the queen, which, well, God. Uh, it's fine. Um, or is that not the case? Are we working with people outside of the walls? And I think that Shean is just kind of playing all sides but I, I don't know what any of it means yet like like it could be any of these things uh we don't really have confirmation we just know that she is meeting with other people who are outside of the walls yeah uh, thank you um and um we also find out that uh David... i didn't lock myself up well done remember the first episode of this podcast i locked myself out i do remember that was that the first episode? No. That was the very first episode of the Nerdy Word Book Club. Oh, I yeah. thought it was like the third. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, we find out that David uh, got a girl pregnant and then murdered her. So uh, he's definitely a bad dude, in case you weren't 100% sure. Definitely a bad dude. Um, Philip uh, Philip says uh, Demandred and Simraj seem like the most interesting and competent at this point, but we basically know nothing about what they're doing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would yes. like I would like some kind of inkling, but um, I just want to care about the villains. This is uh, we were talking about this. We watched the finale of Willow yesterday, and or two days ago, and they introduced the villain in that so late that by the time you're in the final fight, you just don't care because you you don't know them. And like the best stories, in my opinion, are ones where the villain is either relatable or is villainous and has a relationship with the main character yeah and so this series was so much more interesting when like ishamayil's madness and, and desire to destroy Rand, and like the, the this relationship that built between Rand and his dreams with ishamayil or lanfear and her like desire to want to be forsaken but also have this relationship with luz theron who is a, like a part of Rand? even know, like. even like samael's jealousy right like samael's like overriding jealousy of rand was was interesting because it was related to him yeah and i feel like ever since we lost ever since we lost those forsaken none of the like moradin i i want to care about moradin but i don't know what I just don't know anything about him. And so I don't, I don't like I, I there's and no I, connection to anybody. And I feel like there is a reveal there somewhere that we are going to get in like three books. You know what I mean? Like, I know, but just give it to me now. Like, I, it's, I, I it's, agree. It's, I agree. We, we met him like four books ago and yeah. I know nothing about him other than the fact that he's not like in the history books as Moradin. Yeah. And that he was crazy back then. Yeah. Yeah. And that he has a crossover. Like that, that's, that's the entirety of what I know about him. And none of that's like overly interesting. It is interesting that he has a crossover of Lanfear. So she can't like betray yeah. him to Rand the way she wants to, right? Because he holds her heart. I do wonder if Rand is going to get that crossover at some point. You um, think? Hmm, I don't know. Can you just, is it just whoever like holds it physically? Yeah, it's like a physical manifestation of their soul essentially, right? That's wild. So I think that Rand will get that at some point and Lanfear will end up on Rand's side because she he like controls her. Mm -hmm. And then at the end he'll like let her free or something like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean like Demandred, we I think that we all assume Demandred is capable because he isn't around and isn't failing. Like all the other Forsaken are just failing constantly. So you're like, well, huh. so maybe Dan Demandred just kind of feels like he is more successful because he's still alive. Yeah. But he hasn't done anything. Like, I, I, I don't know of a single thing that Demandred has actually, like, set in motion. Well, except, like, let the Lord of Chaos, like, I guess he... Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Um. So Cheyenne uh, is meeting with people outside the wall, and yep. um, David is like, and trying I to cannot burn the, food, burn the food down. Yeah. Um. I. He's like, she's basically getting him to do things. He's like, look, like. I can either be a spy at Elaine's side or I can be working for you outside. I, I, but he's like, I can't do both. Yeah, smart. Like you, I, he, he knows. Yeah. He's, he's like, I've done this before. But Cheyenne doesn't. And like, I'm like, Cheyenne, what? It, well, I, well, I want you to do it anyway. And I'm like, you have the perfect spy standing right next to the queen and you're going to throw that away for a food store when even, even David is like, you know they can teleport, right? Like David is looking at her like, are you dumb? Yeah. But they that's can the thing. Teleport food and what, what? Why are you trying to burn down food stores? It doesn't matter. Sometimes the sometimes the people above you are not smarter than you. I know, but I want the villains to be smart. I want. I, no, I, I get want it. to. I, I. I'm. I'm tired of the like. Well, the the bad guys are just as dumb as the good guys. Excuse that people give this series when like the bad guys being as dumb as the good guys has led to a lot of anticlimactic endings that I want to be more climactic. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, and yeah. I'm sorry. I I feel like this week was negative, and I feel like I'm all over the place. I I just guys like honestly, um, this this book is <laughs> this book is this book is weird. Yeah. Because the end, I I was like, I really didn't like Path of Daggers. We got into the beginning of Path of da- or uh, Winter's Heart. I didn't like the beginning of Winter's Heart. Yeah. But then the end of Winter's Heart, I was so on board for. Yeah. Like I was, I was like, oh, the hype train is a rolling. And then to get a book where the it all takes place in the hours of the most interesting. It's th- this book so far. It's the less interesting stuff that's happening during the most interesting thing that we've already read. Yeah. It is what it is literally just what everyone's doing at the time when Rand is doing the most interesting thing that has happened in this series in five books, and nobody else is doing anything. Yeah, like Matt is getting the caravan going to leave Sanchin territory. Yeah, Perrin is catching up with the Shido and realizing he's gonna have to come up with a big plan. Mm-hmm. Elaine is meeting with a bunch of, but like Rand f- forced the essence of the devil to fight the essence of the anti-devil in the sky. Like, like Rand did the most interesting thing you can possibly fucking imagine. This giant moment and Elaine and Avienda are in the bathtub like, it's super weird that that thing is going, and I'm like, I don't care that they're bathing right now. <laughs> The most interesting thing in the world just happened. Yeah. Like the world, like the world just changed. And you wrote 400 pages of characters not knowing that. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. Uh, give me the moment after. Give me like, go to the next thing. But this like, yeah. to go back and write the fucking bathtub sequence and how much goat's milk Elaine is drinking and parents sitting on a hill being like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I just... Yeah. Oh, no, there are dark hounds at parents' camp, but don't worry, they didn't get that close and they moved on. They're not looking for him. Like, fuck off! (laughs) Dedzy, thank you for that super chat. Crossroads of Twilight is my 15th favorite book in the series. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds about right. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wish we'd done this book in three sections. It didn't really work with our schedule. Um, well, it just ends up being a lot of reading, like, per page. Yeah. And and we are currently trying to catch up on the holiday stuff and, and try to get ahead for when we're away in Denver. Well, and what's crazy so, is this was a short week of reading. Yeah. It was only, like, 100 pages. And it felt like the longest reading we've done in this entire series. Turvok, thank you for that super <clears> chat. <throat> it's okay to not like this book. Not many do. This book came before book nine. 
and T something major going on with Ren, it could have hit way different than it did. A thousand percent. I if agree. all of this had happened before In we knew what order, the beacon was, yeah, yeah. so interesting, yeah. right? What is the beacon? Like, oh my God, Turvok, a thousand percent. Can you imagine reading about a beacon to the West and you're like, what is it? Why can't they go? What is going on with Rand? Yeah. But we know he's fine. Yeah. And that's the problem, is this entire time we're reading about them in the bathtub worrying about Rand, but we as the reader know that he's okay. Nothing's going to happen to him. We know he's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's like the opposite of, what What do you call, uh, what's that literary term called? Dramatic irony. Yeah, yeah, it's like the opposite. This is the most boring, this is the worst use of dramatic irony in the world. Right, where we like, no, we already know what's happening. I want to see how that affects <laughs> the world. Not what everybody's doing in the moments leading up to it. Like, it's just, it, yeah, dramatic, yeah, yeah. I just. The tension, yeah. the dramatic tension of this section, Christian Rapper, is, is something going to happen at all in this book? Yeah. There's no themes in this book. Yeah. There's no plot. There's no, there, there's just like interesting things because we like the characters. And I think that that's fair, right? Like, I think we yes. like the characters enough. Yes. The characters are what keeps this interesting. And, and that is why, like, I, you know, I did enjoy reading this. But it's not <laughs> Pay exciting. off, then set up. A brave strategy, Robert. Let's see if it pays off for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, and it goes back to what I said about Matt in the first week of this book. Don't tell me that Matt survived the escape from the Sanchen and, and then, then go back and tell me that it went by without really any problems. Yes. Don't, just yeah. don't do it. I know he's fine. He's sitting on a riverbank thinking about it. Yeah. I don't need to read six pages about it. I do not need to read 200 pages of Elaine being like, oh, no, my titties in the bathtub. Oh, I've got twins now, a thing the reader already knew. Like, Here's the thing, casting. If if this had been done in the reverse order, we already know that uh, Rand's plan is to go cleanse the taint. And so I think we could infer that that was what was happening. No, no, I'm saying you, I'm, I'm saying you don't even do that. You well, have Rand like, leave formatting over there for this whole section. Right? All you have is Rand leave formatting. You have him pick up Calendor, mm -hmm. cut, do all of this stuff, and then put the cleansing of the taint, and then be, and then cut to him being like, "We're going to Shadar." Lagan. Yes, yes, but that's what I mean. Like we already know that Rand, like books ago, is planning to not books, but like before was planning to cleanse the taint. So that's your in that that's your only clues to what is going on. Yeah, yeah. Because that way it is something that you could suss out for yourself. It's not like a completely hidden secret. Um, Andre, thank you for that super chat. So after the fantastic start to this book, do you think the slog is real? I think the slog is inconsistent, but yes. Yeah. I think the slog is broken up by the end of Winter's Heart. Because I really do think the last, like, ten chapters of Winter's Heart are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Christian Rapper says, I actually like this book. Why skip over Matt's exciting escape and spend pages describing Elaine's pregnancy meal? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to... Read? I want to read one more thing. Oh, you have another thing from the section. Okay. I was going to say, should we start off with the next... Um... <laughs> in David... In David Hanlon's ending thing... Oh, no. Um, He's talking about who might have sent the, the person to kill him. Yeah. And the line is... That he's talking about the kinswomen. He's like, I, he doesn't think that it's a kinswoman because he never tried to finger one. And I don't know what that means. I'm sure it meant something different in the 90s, right? But what does David mean when he's like, oh, none of the kids' women would send someone to kill me. I never tried to finger one. You know. Can someone in the chat who's older than us please 
I don't mean to date you, but like, what did fingering someone mean in the nineties? Because this is this was the weirdest sentence to read, and I. Yeah. Oh, he just means grope. Okay. Okay. So, so it is sexual assault. Okay, I thought it might have meant something else. Um, Yives, uh, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> thank you for the super chat. It's New Spring next. Yeah, we're going to do New Spring in two weeks, y'all. We're doing New Spring between this one and the next book? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the plan is that uh, next week we're going to do part three of this. The week after that, we'll do part four of this. Then we're going to Denver for a week. We're going to come back to the full book recap of this. And then we're going to do New Spring over Wait, the... Wait, no, we're not skipping a week. Well, we're in Denver. No, I'm saying that the, the, the reason why it lines up this way is that we don't have to do any reading when we're in Denver. The full book recap is the week we're in Denver. Oh, okay. So we've got section three, section four, then full book recap. Yes. Then we're doing New Spring in part February? Part one. So New Spring part one is February 10th. Then we're taking the 17th off because we're at Katsukon. Then on the right. 24th, we're ending New Spring. Oh, we're not just going to do New Spring in one go? How long is it? It's, it's going to be two chunks so that we can speculate after the first half. Okay. Right? Because there's, I think it's like a mystery, right? So like we'll like learn half of the mystery, we'll speculate on it, and then we'll have a week off because we're at Katsukon. We'll come back, we'll finish New Spring, right? On the 24th. Yes. Gotcha. And then... So we have to wait till March to get to the next book, which March third, yes. Because then we're gonna do all of we're gonna do all of Knife of Daggers in March. One, two, three, four. Recap. Yeah. And then we're gonna take a week off because we're gonna be in London. The seventh, right, right. And then on the fourteenth, we're doing a Strike at Shia Ghoul special. Oh, because then the following because then week, the following week we're at Jordan, Con. Jordan Con. Yes. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Yes. There are two weeks before Jordan Con that we have to take off because of cons. So the schedule is exactly built around those two weeks. Uh, and then we're going to... Knife of Daggers. We're going to do our like prelude to Jordan Con, and we're going to do a big Strike a Child Ghoul special the week before Jordan Con. That way, when we go to Jordan Con the following week, we will have read everything Robert Jordan wrote about the Wheel of Time, and we will do the Robert Jordan series recap at Jordan Con. The Robert Jordan series recap will be at Jordan Con. So okay. the Jordan Con event is going to be, we're going to recap the entirety of, we're going to do like a full book recap, but for the entirety of Robert Jordan's writing gotcha. with you guys asking questions. Um, and if you spoil something live at the Robert Jordan full series recap, then Monkey gets to kick you in the balls or the yes. vagina. Yes. 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 Uh, either one. Uh, yeah. 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 But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so there will be, uh, we or, or we'll probably actually do spankings. Um, so, um, monkey will spank you. <laughs> if you want to come to our panel dressed as a wise one from the IEL, you will get to spank people who spoil us. <laughs> we'll have official spankers. Yeah, we'll have official spankers. Um, sick. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that was a lot of information. We will post a visual for those of you who are visual people for what the next few weeks are going to look like. But yeah, because of our traveling, this is the easiest way to do it without having to like stall in the middle of books and things like that. Plus, being able to read everything that Robert Jordan did before Jordan Con, um, we think is more beneficial than starting a Sanderson book and not having read New Spring. Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so... It's um, not going to be the most exciting, but it is what it is. Bert Ashman says, so assuming everything goes right, you'll be finishing the entire series late August, early September. Probably not. Um, I think no. we're going to do the final book in more chunks. 
Oh um, yes. So yes. it I, I, probably late September will will finish. Um, depending on when the show comes out. It, yes, it also depends on the show and be, because I want to give an entire week the to the the final um the 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 nine hour chapter. Yes, yes. The 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 finale of A Memory of Light will be its own book club. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so A Memory of Light is probably going to be five or six chunks. Um, because I want to, we're going to go a little bit slower with it so that we can really like get through the payoffs of everything and everything. But, yeah, 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 yeah. It's also so, big. Like A Memory of Light is long. Honestly, the problem is all of these books are super long. They beefy. Yeah, the brand, the Sando books are like beefy boys. Oh my god, that's so right? many pages. I know they're beefy boys. So um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give them their due. I uh, we're probably gonna be talking about a memory of light for like three months on the book club before we move on to another series. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine hour chapter is not the end of the book. Oh. It's not the end of the book. No, no, no. But that we're gonna do a week just for that chapter. We're gonna go through that battle like literally like moment by moment. Because I'm already excited about it. Okay, okay, uh, yeah. Turvok says, there are sections and chapters in the last few books written by Jordan, just edited by Sanderson. You'll enjoy New Spring, much tighter story. Yeah, I, I awesome. understand that, like, there's stuff that Jordan wrote for the last few books, but um, he didn't... We will read everything that has just Robert Jordan's name on it before Jordan Con. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whew. Uh, Blue says, I would recommend five reading weeks for at least 12, 13, and six for 14. We're probably going to do something like that. I do know that we're going to slow down. I don't want to, what I don't want to do. I don't do, want to rush. Yeah, I want yeah. to take in the end of this journey. We've been on this journey for over a year now. And look, I know I complained a lot this week, y'all. I'm sorry. I love this series. I'm still going to get a Wheel of Time tattoo. I love this series so much. My complaints are not, they, they don't ruin the series for me. The, this this book is not great, honestly. But it's, 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 it's a failure of conception, not a failure of Robert Jordan. He tried. He swung for the fences. I think he missed. I understand what he went for, though, and I, I I think that that can be interesting. But I I want to take time with the end of this, partially because I'm not going to want it to be over. No, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, uh, it yeah, it's been a journey. Uh, it really has, and we are going to be putting a lot of trust in you guys, and especially our mods, to help us break up the end of the series in a yeah. way that is digestible for book club. But also that you know we have enough to talk about, which does never never seems to be a problem for us. Um, this one was still two and a half hours, uh, but uh, yeah, we've talked about getting Wheel of Time tattoos. Yes, I don't know what it's gonna be yet. It's tough because like part of me wants it to be Calendor. <laughs> oh, okay. That's been like I don't know like that's one of my favorite things about this whole series is Calendor. I love huh. that moment. Um, there's a few things. Like, there's some of the Angreals that are really cool. You know what? Okay. This... I don't want to just do the logo. Like, I think that that's really, like, yeah. I, I want something a little bit more creative. Hear me out. Have you ever seen tattoos that are just, like, instead of, like, straight lines that are just made up of, like, dots? That's be... so painful. Oh, really? Because I was like, because it's a sword that's not a sword, it would make it, give it an almost transparent look because it's not solid lines. Oh, that would take forever. I saw a girl who had like a dragonfly on her yeah, wrist done like small. that. No, no, it was this big. Oh, okay. It, it was, it was, it was this big. She loved it. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I don't know. We are. Choden, Angela Choden Call is just a dude holding a ball. Like I don't feel like the. I don't feel like that's like visually stimulating enough. I don't know what I want it to be, but mm -hmm. a red-handed imprint on a butt cheek. 
Yeah. I, I like mean, she has a red-handed imprint on her butt cheek often enough. She doesn't need a tattoo. You're right. I don't need the reminder. The tattoo that is not a tattoo. Matter, that is funny. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, look, I, I know that there's been some cl- complaining. I know Tower, I know this, I know Crossroads of Twilight is is what it is, but um. Yeah. when we get to this baby right here, I want to, I want to, I want to take time with it. And mm-hmm. I really want to enjoy the end of a journey that has had the highest of highs and and some of the lowest of lows, right? Like, I think that what's amazing about the Wheel of Time is it encompasses so many different feelings. Yeah. And if it was all 100% amazing, I think that this journey would be less fun. That's fair. Like, yeah, I'm, no, that's, that's fair. I'm yearning to feel like Lord of Chaos again. Yeah. And, like, there's something fun about that. Yeah, I think the payoff is going to be incredible, right? Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I agree. It's, Although, having said that, like, I think reading all of Lord of the... I don't think there's any lull in the Lord of the Rings, and I enjoyed all of it. So maybe I'm maybe I'm just, like, fooling myself, but... Um, no, no, I think that's valid. You know, like, yeah. things that are perfect are boring. That's true. Uh, and, and, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a hot take. I'm not but. gonna read it, Yasmin. I can't <laughs> hold it. I'm not gonna osmosis a spoiler by having it in my hand. Maybe there's a spoiler on the back. The wheel of time turns and ages come and pass. What was, what will be, and what is yet may yet fall under the shadow. Let the dragon ride again on the winds of time. Uh, you know what? No spoilers. Weird. <laughs> Darn. Weird. <laughs> uh. I just, I don't know. I, I, I've i never had a reading experience like The Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. And that is because of the podcast. Obviously, like, this yeah. is so different from anything I've ever done before. But I love it. Like, I'm ha- I'm, I'm, I want to be here every Friday, even when the reading isn't my favorite, right? Yeah. Um, you think I'm going to fucking read a spoiler? D- <laughs> oh, really- no. I know how it ends. You're like, um, number. I saw the word the. You're what am I going to do? Number five from Short Circuit. He's like, okay, done. Can you imagine? <laughs> Yeah. Um, here's the thing, Christian Rapper. We plan on going to Jordan Con with our no spoiler shirts and also yeah. having like uh, horse visors. We're and, not going to wear horse and, visors. And, and, yeah, we that are. That is, we're not going to a king. No, no, we're, we're <laughs> we'll be walking around like this <laughs> to avoid avoid spoilers at all times and earplugs, earplugs too, um, earmuffs. It'll be very obvious that we are trying not to get spoiled. I love that people are so worried that I'm going to pick up a spoiler by Everyone's holding like the book. sweating. Meanwhile, people are literally trying to post spoilers in the Discord. Don't fucking do it. Coming for you. Oh, my God. Um, we need a handler. Honestly. Colonel Sanders says, whose perspective make up the last words of the series you predict? Uh, I think the final words of the series will be... Uh, the Wheel of Time... What is it? The Wheel of Time turns and ages come and pass. It was not... The ending, but it was an ending. It was the an final ending. book of the Wheel of Time. So it's going to be perspective of the of the wheel then. Uh, no, I think it's going to be like one of those chapters. I, I honestly think the the epilogue will end with the like, and the story was told in different places, in different times, in different ways. One said the Dragon Reborn defeated the Dark One. One said the Dark One defeated the Dragon Reborn. In most places, life went on. Um, never knowing that Tarmengaden actually happened, but it did. It was not the ending, but it was an ending. The fifth age begins or some shit like that. Like, that, that, that'll be the... <laughs> All right. Because you know those chapters where he, like, ends books with, like... And the story was told across the land that the dragon reborn fought Balsamon and the sky and that Aiel knelt to him. Like, it'll be like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. get what you're saying. Um... I don't know what we're going to do at Jordan Con, guys, but we are going to avoid spoilers. We're going to figure it out. 
If you are a book clubber who's gonna be at Jordan Con, just perform a uh, create a protective ring yeah. around us. We'll just. I do plan on going to the everything that happens in a memory of light um, panel, though. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Definitely no spoilers. We're not going to any panels, unfortunately. As much as we love all of our friends who will be in those panels, uh, the the chances of someone saying something in a panel that um, will spoil us is just too high. So we just can't. We can't attend any panels. Um, Mm -hmm. Honestly, y'all, we're probably not going to be there very often. Uh, we will probably like be on the floor a little bit each day. We'll do our big panel and then we'll probably spend most of our time like in Atlanta with friends. Uh, cause we, th- there's not, there's only so much we can do at Jordan con without being spoiled, honestly. Well, and that's the thing, you know, like we might just like find a quiet corner and like hang out with people who want to h- hang out Yeah. because it, n- not being spoiled is our first priority, Yeah. right? We're not going to be able to enjoy this con like we will be able to next year and that's okay. But, like, um, yeah, like, we, we're not going to look at the panel's list. We're not going to go on the website. Yeah. We have our tickets, and that's it. We're gonna I've seen all the panels. Do our already. own thing. The panels aren't spoilers. You have? Yeah, they were on, they were on Twitter. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Cease Army, I, I know that we might be able to attend panels, but we're not going to. Uh, we're not going to take the risk. Maybe this will be our actual, like, first real vlog. <laughs> Because we won't how, be like not getting spoiled at Wheel of Time. That's kind of how fun. to not get spoiled at uh, Jordan Con. Yeah, Gregory Love says cosplay will spoil you. Gregory Love, I think that your um, assumption that I've paid attention to all of the clothing descriptions uh, is enough that I will understand any of the cosplay. But I skim all of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I people have said cosplay will spoil. I don't see how that's. I I, I if there's like a character wearing like the Amarlin stole, I feel like that one could. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. Matrick, Allie and Gus have bigger balls than we do, okay? They, they, I know they went to panels and there were no issues, but, like, they're they're ballsy and I'm not. I'm a coward. Febu, you can come be our handler, not knowing anything about the wheel yeah, of we're time. Yeah, we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna take Febu out for dinner. We, yes. have, we have some other people that we're gonna see, so, like, well, we're, we're gonna figure it out. Yeah. There are mm-hmm. cosplays that will 100% soils things. I don't understand how that's possible. Interesting. Like, unless, like, the so, cosplay is Rand dies from a bullet wound because Demandred finds a gun in a one of those stasis boxes. I don't understand, like, what the cosplay could spoil. Huh. Interesting. I wonder why. Like, would they be wearing something that we would recognize? But Amarlin Stoll's the only one I can think of. If, like, Egwene... Because yeah. I, I think that's Egwene about dies, as, That's right? about as close to... I've been predicting that Egwene dies for a long time. That's fair. That's about as like close to pay, paying attention to costumes as, as it as I have been. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. All Are right. people gonna cosplay pregnancy? Like, um, uh, maybe. Y'all, honestly, I feel like when when we're done with the Wheel of Time, there's gonna be a couple weeks of book club where we just show up and talk about the Wheel of Time for a couple more weeks before we move on. Because this is nice. I like that. I like just t- chatting with you guys. Like, yeah, this. right. Yeah. Um, if you if you want more chat with us like this, the nightly morning show every Monday, 11 a.m. It's the same time as book club, but on Monday. Yeah. Uh, and we just hang out. It's a little more casual. We talk about nerdy news that happens. We oh, do yeah. some like fun, more casual segments and and just kind of chat with chat. So if that's the kind of content that you like, Mondays, come and hang out. It's honestly, it's a real good time. Um, I don't know what we're doing this week, but uh, yeah, I, okay. Okay. Um, now I'm like Like blinded fool says like imagine if someone was cosplaying Elza Penfell of the Black Aja before you knew. But like who the fuck is Elza Penfell? Like But also like how would we know who that character was character unless they was. were like labeled? 
I like like I don't like I'm, like women wearing black Aja robes are all going to look the same. To that, us. Yeah, that's the thing. Unless they are like labeled with names, I'll just be like, oh, it's a black Aja. Like it could be Leandra. Guys, I, I, I went in the in the fucking fight for Shadar Lagoth. I couldn't even reading it. I couldn't tell who they were talking about. I'm not gonna walk up to someone in black robes and be like, "Oh my God, Varen is black Aja because this woman oh God, is wearing yeah. black robes." Like I don't I don't really know how. Yeah. I don't know how you could spoil me with a cosplay. I don't really get it. If if enough people think that it's possible, I I think it it is a legitimate concern. And and now I'm like, who wants to be our handler? We're gonna wear like we're gonna wear. Stuff over our eyes, I'm and you're gonna just gonna lie. lead us around. I think people think we're smarter than we are. Fair. I think we're really good at talking because we're entertainers, and I think that people think that because we're good at talking that we're intelligent, and that's not ha. the case. You've been fooled. My wife is smart, but I'm an idiot. No. You're gonna get spoiled by a cosplay, and I'm gonna be like, no. yeah, that was a person wearing clothes. What the fuck are you talking about? Obi Wan Kenobi, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> Very high probability you'll see major spoilers of Jordan Con. I hope not. We're just gonna hide in a corner. I'm legitimately worried for you guys going. To so close to the end. Well, we're just going to hide in a corner. All right. Honestly, we're hiding in a corner. Uh, Nothing, thank you for that super chat. Nothing, thank you. I don't know what this would look like, but someone has to dress up as a spoiler now. <laughs> just spoiler. That would be very funny. All right. So then, um, should we just not go? We bought tickets. I know, but like, I don't know. Um. Do you need a soldom? Oh. Huh? Oh. If I see someone cosplaying a Soldom in a domain, that would make me uncomfortable. You don't want to cosplay that with me? It would be funny if it's you and me, but like, yeah, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. saw women leading people around by the Soldom, uh, by Adams, I, I, that kind of feels like in bad taste to me. I'm sure people do it, but. Yeah. Fuck. We're already going. We're, yeah. we're, we're already going, so. Turvok, thank you for that super chat. The spoilers will be very obvious potentially, and you won't need to be smart to catch them. Gluck. <sighs> Sam Raimi in Calgary. We're not going to Calgary Fan Expo this year because it's the same week as Jordan Con. It's the same, yeah, same weekend. Fuck. Well, we're just gonna, Cheers. guys. We're just gonna. Oh, they were saying you could skip Jordan Con and go see Sam Raimi in Calgary. But... Oh, gotcha. I think we're gonna be fine. Allie and Gus did it last year. They were fine. I'm not gonna worry too much. Yeah, I mean, he's he read it right, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe there, maybe like Rand like grows a third arm in the final book. Interesting. Yeah. Or maybe like there will be twins walking around as Rand and Luce Theron, and our like idea of him being like being like his own person is confirmed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It's it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Um, we're gonna do our best. Monkey says, "To be fair, I hate all conversations." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, y'all. Thank you for sticking around. This this was a fun uh, podcast. Uh, we still went over two and a half hours. Oopsie. Yeah. I, um, how much of this podcast was me complaining? Uh, 75%, I think. Why are you so mean to me? Okay, but... You're a bully. What did you like about this section, then? Elaine. I complimented the fuck out of Elaine's behavior and, and her as a character and the yeah. relationships. I Here's the thing, y'all. I'll say it again. I find Elaine really interesting. Mm -hmm. The events she's in just don't seem to matter all that much. And so it's like... Yeah, she's coming across as smart, but I already knew Elaine was smart. Like, I like it's not new information that Elaine is going to be a good queen. Mm -hmm. Her mom trained her well. More, I still think Morgase was a good queen, right? Yeah. Morgase was mind-controlled by an evil fucking magic user from 3,000 years ago. I don't blame Morgase for that. Yeah. I think Elaine is smart. I, I, I just want to see these characters in situations... <laughs> Where they're they're being active, right? Yeah, and like, no, I, I I get it. I'm I just I understand I'm, that I'm complaining. I just like 
Pulling it's, your leg. It's basic structure stuff that like mm-hmm. was he and and this is why it's frustrating is because Robert Jordan wrote some of the best fantasy ever in the first six books of the series, mm-hmm. and it's 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 weirder from the perspective of I know he's good at this. What happened, right? Yeah. Like. It is yeah. insane. It is insane to think that like the guy who wrote this section also wrote the end of the Lord of Chaos or wrote Dumai's Wells or wrote the Battle of Emmons Field. Like we're, or or even wrote the end of the last book, right? We're talking about some of the best fantasy ever written. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm sitting here being like, wow, Robert Jordan is a hack. Mm-hmm. Robert Jordan is incredibly talented. He wrote some of the best fantasy of all time. Yeah. And then he just like went off and like fucked around for 400 pages and it's hard to it's it's just hard to feel invested when i'm like go back to the fucking shit that you're so good at go 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 back to being interesting yeah 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 it's not like here's the thing we've been told that like he was not diagnosed at this point in his life um and certainly not for book eight James, so, James Ross says, this is a terrible example to avoid spoilers, but it'd be like Lil Luke and Leia with Darth Vader and Padme as their dad, but you would know Darth Vader is the dad? Wait, do we meet Rand's father? <laughs> James Ross, thank you for that super Is Demandred Rand's father? Demandred? Maybe that's why he's not around. But like what? Okay, but here's the thing. What defining thing could Demandred wear that we would be like, that's Demandred, except for a sign? If Demandred and Rand are walking around holding hands? But... What I would just Demandred assume that they're like? just a gay couple what, who are... What does Demandred look like? I don't know, and this is That's why it's so I'm confusing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Demand dad. Demand dad, yeah. Um, Cease Army says RJ got diagnosed after a knife of Next dreams. Book. Yeah, after Yeah, Next like, book. I don't really... People say that he was dying when he wrote this, but I don't think he was sick yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I, James Ross, I totally understand. And thank you for the super chat. I oh just, no, I was just trying to, I was just trying to have fun with it. Here's the thing: it, as soon as we understand why it will be spoilers, I'm sure we'll be like, oh. But without that, like, I can't conceptualize it. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean. Um, also, um, uh, uh, I will be taking suggestions for potential Wheel of Time cosplay. For Everyone wants you to do Aviando Lane. Yes, but here's the thing: neither of them have been in the show yet in terms of like their outfits, and so. I don't know how to make... Is there make... a show outfit that you would want to, like, cosplay? I mean, Moraine's blue dress with the thing was, like, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to make that. leather I, I love you, but, like, that's no, that's a little beyond your shining skill right now. Trust me, I know. Um, but yeah, in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, one day. Um, but, yeah, I just... I, I, I want to I do a cosplay, but I don't mm-hmm. really... Because I don't have a visual for a lot of them yet, I don't really know how. And, like, they wear so many different dresses that... Like, Elaine. I would love to cosplay Elaine, but she wears so many different dresses. And I'm like, how the fuck would people know that this is Elaine? I don't, unless they've both been in the trailers maybe we can like find an image that from the season two that's what I was thinking about doing and I'm hoping we get more promo before it comes out but I yeah I'm just saying like if you guys have suggestions for me even if you sent me like a clip from not future books obviously but like previous books where you're like this outfit is pretty iconic within the community like let me know yeah because uh, yeah I could do like maybe a novice dress, no spoilers because apparently clothes are spoilers yeah good <laughs> two rivers full yeah. Um, I've got yeah. a question for the community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Generic ideal. You're tall. You oh, no, no, it's not a question. I've got a statement that might be controversial. Oh. I am hoping that the Wheel of Time season two premieres in October. 
Yeah. So that the show coming out does not derail our podcast. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. <laughs> I am hoping for Wheel of Time Origins episodes in August. Uh-huh. When they should have... Uh, a they year late. They didn't, no, they didn't put a year on that graphic. It just said August. So it could be August in any year. I'm hoping for Origins episodes in August. Yeah. And Wheel of Time Season 2 in October. So that we can be finished with the books before the show comes out. I would love that. I think Chad's going to be mad at me for saying it. I don't, I don't think, yeah. But um, I am hoping, and based on some behind the scenes info that we know that we can't talk about, um, sorry. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. There's, there's things that we can't say. Um, <laughs> I am hoping that October, and I think it's possible. Yeah. It would be, guys, that would be the best case scenario for our show, but I know everybody would hate it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yes. I, uh, YouTuber Niblis speculated that season two released sometime March, May, based on not colliding with other releases. Rafe mentioned something about it in an interview. There is no shot that it is between March and May. No shot? No. There is, there is not a chance that it is in two months and they have not put out two the Two months? It's oh, January. March. Yeah, I guess. Maybe May. Maybe May. Maybe. But, like, there, there's no shot for March or April. Also, they wouldn't put it out in April. That would be a terrible decision. May is weird because it's the end of the school year. Like, it's either going to be a summer show or it's going to be a fall show. But I, I do not think that they would launch it in May. It definitely... W- okay, uh, here's why it won't be in March. Mandalorian is going to be the biggest show on the planet in March. Yeah. To launch anything fantasy or sci-fi related against Mandalorian Season 3 would yeah. be insane. Yeah. Um, I think April... It's. I just feel like you would put out a trailer by now... Maybe yes. May. Yes, uh, we we would see more if if it was coming out sooner. I think. So, if if yeah. it was gonna be May, March, then the final Thursday night football on Amazon Prime, they would have put a trailer on it mm-hmm. to promote it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's happening in the first half of the year. I just I can't see it. I yeah. feel like they would be promoting it. And, like, when Rafe was on Dragon Mount and he said, like, it's not going to be early 2023, it it wasn't like we have a date. It was like, it is not done, and so it's not coming yet. Basically, yeah. And the, there's, there's things about the industry that I know because I have friends that I can't talk about um, that the, the things are going to be, the, there are some things that are delayed right now. Yeah. Because of the realities of how many people can work in VFX at one time. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be surprised if it was later in the year than people expect. Which would be better for us. Yes. yes. Uh, but I understand is is a long time to wait for the next season. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, shall we do our high-low? Yeah. Because we, we, we got distracted a little bit. Not really. I, I really like this conversation. No, no. I'm not, I'm not saying you didn't like the conversation. But um, I'm just, I was just saying that, like... We, I want to make sure that we do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, the high of this second. Okay, so high-low. It's what my family did at the dinner table. Uh, we would celebrate each other's highs, commiserate over each other's lows. Mm-hmm. We do this by Clarice dropping her high, me doing my low, her doing her low, me doing my high. So we compliment sandwich this bitch. Clarice, what's your high from 10 through 15? Uh, well, gosh, there's so much to choose from. Uh... <laughs> 
I, you know what? I should have thought about this before I brought up high low. Um, I was like, yeah, no, we're just gonna do. You this were segment. like, do it. I, no, I, I assumed you were ready because you were like, okay, hey, can we, uh, can we stop hanging out with our chat and just do high low? Can we get on track, please? Yeah, <laughs> I think my high, which is gonna sound really weird, I think my high was actually um, getting a little bit more information on Brigitte mm, and okay. the the really interesting thing that she drinks because she's scared of this like horrible thing happening which is like it's it's horrible it's like sad but like that that was um that like punched me in the gut it was so emotionally effective yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that moment was uh was it was rough but like uh it just made me really uh, empathize with Brigitte a lot more um yes what's your low uh my low is the uh the Athan Mayer barging in on the bath fair um, it just makes them seem comically inept at bargaining and, and, and at like, there, there's just no respect. There's no, like, it just, it really makes them just seem like comedic relief dum-dums. And, mm-hmm. um, I just want to care about them. And yeah, it's just, I was like, fuck these, these Athan Mir, every time they show up, it's just to be like, look at how much these people fucking suck. Mm-hmm. And I don't, uh, fuck, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that Milo is all the pregnancy stuff. <laughs> I don't like Clarus it. is really pregnancy phobic, y'all. And it makes me uncomfy. Yeah. Uh, d- yeah. And then I don't know what's Yeah. And what's your high? <laughs> uh, my high is the is the moment with Doylen Millar and the 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 foot pad who's uh, following him. I I thought that like. Before he gets to the house, the, his POV uh, in the street there is just, it's really excellent. Mm-hmm. It's well-written. It's intriguing. It's active. It's its all the things I want this series to be mm-hmm. um, boiled down to a, a character moment that I learn a lot about the character through what he's doing and what he's thinking. And and he's hes becoming more intriguing by being intelligent and capable and good at his job. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I, I found reading that section of his POV just it, it, it's masterful stuff it, it's the stuff that i love about robert jordan um when he's on he is so on and mm-hmm. that that scene was bat in a thousand it was it was really good yeah yeah that's totally fair yeah 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 i'm excited to uh read the next book i'm excited to read the next week because uh it's been so long since we oh, read wait, about wait. fucking Egwene. wait 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 not fucking Egwene. Um, Galad <laughs> the, hasn't done the, that yet. the the subject of negotiations or gowan doesn't done that yet do you think they've had sex? Uh, God, I hope so. They deserve it. The morning sun sat on the horizon, leaving the nearer side of Tarvalon still wrapped in shadows, but the snow that covered everything gleamed brightly. Okay, so yeah, it is a green. Yeah. Well, that's... Okay. I was I was genuinely worried that we we're not gonna... They had dream sex. Baka yes. Karn, I forgot about the weird fucking dream sex. Yeah. Yeah, because for Gawain, it's not real. It's a dream. But for Egwene, she's like, it was a dream, but it's also real. Wow, yeah. Does that mean I she's forgot about still the a virgin because yeah. it was a dream? What is the, like, what? I, I would love to watch, like, like people who are, like, professionals at, like, talking about consent and stuff try and puzzle out the consent of that one. Because that, one, that one's tough. Yeah, it's weird. Because on the one hand, she is aware and he isn't. Like, their dreaming. bodies didn't have sex. Their minds But on the sex. other hand, she is a 100% not able to control the moment. So she invades his privacy but she can't control invading his privacy she and gets sucked she into can't it. Yeah. get out even though she's trying 
and then she he doesn't, doesn't want to get out. Know that it's real for her because he's dreaming. Like yeah. I, yeah, that that that's one of those like it's the conundrum. I I don't think anyone's in the wrong in it. No, but no. it's it's like an impossible knot to untangle of like. Is there a way to talk about consent in that moment? And I don't think there is. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone is responsible. And yet at the same time, I don't think like it's right. It's like a weird. Yeah, it is. It, that one's a weird one. Because nobody consented to any of it because it was magic bullshit. Yeah. But like nobody's mad. It's yeah. just It's a weird one. Yeah. RJ managed to write a sex scene where neither partner consented. I think that's a record. See, Sarmi, I agree with that. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. Christian Rapper says there's no real world comparison with that. I think that is true as well. Oh, 100%. That's I not think Egwene assaulted herself on that one. No, she didn't though, right? Because she had no choice. She gets pulled into, she sees the beacon of light and then she's like trying not to get pulled into it desperately because she's so embarrassed, but she can't stop it because she has no like power to stop it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. That, that one's a, a really weird, weird one, that, right? That is a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. In the moment, I was like, huh. And now I'm looking back on it. Like, the fuck happened? Yeah, like, nobody's at fault, but also, like, think, nobody's... Do you think Egwene is pregnant? Dream pregnant? Yes. No, because we she would know, because you can, like, feel it. What do you mean you can feel it? Like, everyone, like, the, they, 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 like, know, they have, like, magic to know people are pregnant. So someone would have, like... She's been delved and healed and stuff. So, like, someone would know, right? I don't know. If you delve someone, you can know if they're pregnant. I don't know. Feels like some weird Jesus shit. She was incepted. Oh, my God. Uh, it's Inception. Yeah, that's weird. Did did Christopher Nolan read The Wheel of Time? And that's how he came up with Inception? Oh, maybe. May, may. I would actually love if he was like, yeah, I was inspired by The Wheel of Time. Can it's a great book. you get pregnant while dreaming? Good question. I don't think I want to know. That's, yeah, it's so weird. It's weird, right? It's one of those weird things where you're like, no, no one did anything. I don't think anyone did anything wrong. Like, no, no, no. But no. it's just one of those weird, like, conversations I have of, like, consent is important. We are both huge, like, consent is very important. Consent is sexy. Yeah. But was there consent in that situation on anybody's um, behalf? And I don't yeah, think there it's was. It's weird, right? Because, like, Dream Gowan consented to it. And yes. Dream Egwene consented to it. But neither of them had a choice to consent to it, which is, like, a weird. How do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wild. Wild. I love that. Sandman pregnant? Ah, uh, no. I'm glad you can't be spoiling that because you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that does happen in the Sandman. Well, but I thought that, like, that was because her body was assaulted. No. She gets pregnant in the dream world. In the dreaming. Oh, I thought her... it was way darker than that. No, 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 no. Her husband... I can't remember, because they changed it for the show. Oh, okay. um, But no, her husband is dead, and so she goes to the dreaming and gets pregnant by him in the dreaming. Right. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Fucking weird. Not, 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 no, not, not the person who's, a, no, not the, that one's Not right. Rose. No, yes, not Rose. Rose is a product of sexual okay. assault. That's what I thought we were talking about. No, for no, a no. Um, we're like, talking about Hippolyta's baby. Yeah, yeah, Okay, now we're on the with same. With the original Sandman. Page. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael, thank you for that super chat. Let's not have smut corner this week or anything. There's so much smut in this already. We don't even need to add it. Yeah, the problem is, like, almost none of it's consensual. No, I, well, I mean more the Elena Vienda stuff is very smutty. 
Well, um, David Hanlon is trying to finger those ladies. Oh my god. We should, okay, next Well, year, and half the new characters in this are children, so I don't want to like, yeah, there's there's almost no spot corner this week. There's almost no adults. Next year, we should have a panel at Jordan Con. Okay. About... Smut corner? Uh, no, about consent in the dream sequence between Egwene and Gowan. No, because no, no one has an answer. But that's why it's kind of fun to talk about. It would be me looking like Charlie from It's Always Sunny in the Philadelphia with like the big eyes and the red... Like, technically, at this moment, Egwene <sighs> consents to start dream hopping and therefore must face the consequences of her decision. Mm -hmm. And Gawain consents to going to sleep because he does it... Just go to sleep. I don't know. Do you ever consent to going to sleep? Like what happens? I try <laughs> so hard to consent to go to sleep, but my body doesn't want to do it. I was up until four thirty last night. Oh, I'm I sorry. I got like four hours of sleep last night, and for no reason. I was lying next to you. I was warm, but uh, granted, you were making a lot of noise. But sorry, I had a horrible headache last night, and I I would wake up because it would hurt so bad. Like yeah. I was like waking myself up in pain. Bill Twom says smut corner, no necrophilia, please. No, no, no. It's not necrophilia because it's no. not his body. It's that his soul goes to the dreaming instead of to the afterlife. And so he because she dreams so hard. She dreams so her, hard. Her, her despair is so deep that he that he doesn't move on. And yeah. so they So have, fuck everybody else. They don't love their partner as much as she did, apparently. Yeah. And so she gets pregnant in the dreaming, which is important later. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But we I, I don't want to spoil Clarus because I'm so excited for Sandman season two, you guys. Sandman was my favorite TV show last year, so. God. Yeah. Do you think that they dream fuck on the show? Let's okay, guys. There is no smut corner this week because I don't know where to add sex. So I want to ask you, uh, let, the, of the let, let's go through all of the sex to end we the already, podcast today. We already added smut halfway through, so yeah. yeah, yeah. To end the podcast today, here's what we're gonna do: the smut corner of the week. We're going to talk through the sexual situations that happen in the books, and we're going to just yes or no happen in the show. Oh, okay. Do we get the igloo scene? Yes. I yeah, and I think yes. it's gonna be fucking steamy. Yes. I think they're gonna show like the it's gonna melt. the ice on the inside of the igloo melting. They're gonna yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah. be okay. Do we get um uh, Min and Rand's first time? Yes, absolutely. Do they do they keep the I feel like I like took you against your will element of it, or do they cut that? Um, that's gonna be cut because Rand has already had sex with people, so it doesn't oh, make sense. Good call. Yeah, because Egwene changes that. Yeah, Chad is also with you on the igloo scene. Um, mm. for sure, yeah. But yeah, I think that I think that Min and Rand's gonna yeah be in it. But the weird like I thought I was hurting you thing is just I don't think it's weird because he said too much sex at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that um, do you think we get uh the Elaine sex scene with the like Bond stuff with the Bond? I mean, I won't have it till like season five. But like, do you think oh. that like well, do you think we're gonna see the girls have orgasms through the Bond? Yes. On TV. Yeah, yes. So you, so you do think that the, the show's going to keep the, like, him and his many women? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that that is, uh, I, I think it's important, and I honestly think that the show might take it a step further into more of uh, implied polyamory, like, uh, you know, like. Well, it's already polyamorous, but um, you, you think it'll be more bisexual. Yes, no. yes, uh, because uh, there's no reason for it, like, not to be, I don't, I don't know, like. I just feel like if you're getting horny while your partner's getting horny and they're getting horny and you're feeling horny through the bond, like, you know, you're, you're going to want to do something about that, so. Um, do we get, what, what are the other sex scenes that I'm missing? Um, um, Matt and Tylen. Do, is that kept? 
It didn't. Here's the thing. Matt and it Thailand didn't matter. doesn't matter to the plot at all. Yeah, it didn't you really matter. You could cut matter, Thailand so. completely out of the plot. I actually, like, don't think that one will be in it. I agree. I think Thailand's cut. I don't think Thailand ever shows up. Here's the thing, though. I think that, like, the show could have a much better conversation than Robert Jordan does about sexual assault of men. I don't think they have time. But I don't, yeah, I don't think they have time. Because I think that, here's my problem with it, is that it's not that I think that they couldn't do it. It's that in order to do it in a way that doesn't feel inappropriate, Mm -hmm. you would have to devote a lot of real time. Yes, and they to... don't have that time. Like, Ebudar yeah. is probably not even going to be cut. I think Tenchiko and Ebudar are kind of going to be blended into a thing. Joe Chio says Bowl of Winds cut. I agree with that. And the reason is because in order to do the Bowl of Winds, weather is super expensive. And so I think that they cut all of the weather stuff because it's so expensive. Yeah, that's fair. Right? And 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 honestly, the payoff of the Bowl of Winds isn't great. Yeah, like, I, I just think for the show, I think visually, like, suddenly it's winter, very expensive to do. Mm-hmm. Snow, filming in snow, having this, like, having winter, like, if you film in real winter, you can do it. Yeah. But, like, to fake winter and to have the sudden onset of winter, that's all. That's a it's big expense. It's hard for filming, too, because you have to film then in the summer and then in the winter. Like, it's just, there's a lot that needs and to happen. honestly, like, I don't really know that, like, from a story perspective, that there's a lot of value. The Bowl of Winds was kind of interesting, but it also just kind of like came and went really quick. I, yeah, I agree. It was a thing that they needed to find to, yeah. Or if they do do it, it'll be so much faster. Maybe. I think they'll shorten the time in Ebudar. Because mm-hmm. like, honestly, that was a whole book of them just kind of like looking for it over and over and over. Like they were just kind of repeating the same steps. Mm-hmm. Although, but then how do you get the girls? I, I think that they mixed Tenchiko and Ebudar into one plot line. Yeah, that's what I said. And so the, the yeah, the pan arc and Thailand become the same character, you take out the rape stuff, and it becomes about the rebellion in Tenchiko and finding the male Adam, because I do think the male Adam will be in the show. For sure, yeah. Um, and I think that you take out, the bull of the winds and the male Adam get kind of like put into one thing, and we kind of get rid of the weather element, just yeah. for cost. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. And honestly, what happens in Ebudar, for the girls, and what happens in Tenchiko are kind of the same plot. Yes. You don't need to do that twice. Similar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, uh, does... Matt and Aludra. I know they haven't had sex, but do you think their relationship's in the show? We don't know because you don't know how important that is later. I'm going to say at this point, no. I'm going to say yes. I think Matt and Aludra date. I think that's like a romantic pairing in the show. Okay, cool. I, yeah, I don't know if Aludra's going to be in it, so. Oh, I do. Okay. I think the cannons are going to be really important to the final battle. The cannon. Oh. Matt, okay. Matt is going to her for like to build some weapon, right? I'm not, I don't know if it's cannons, but like some sort of like, or like Mulan firework f- guns or whatever it is that Matt and Aludra are working on. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's going to be really important to the, like that'll be like Matt's contribution to the final battle is that he'll bring the weaponry that destroys some th- bullshit that does, you know. Right. So I think the cannons or whatever she needs a bell founder for, I okay. think it's cannons. All right, well, I'm going to say no. You say yeah, and we'll see which one is right. In forever. That's like season six. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Are there any sex scenes that we missed? Moraine and the White Cloak captors? I don't think. I think that's something else. I think you mean Morgase. Morgase. Does Morgase and um, fucking Emmonvald. Ooh, that. The way they've cast Emmonvald in the show, that would be fucking weird. I don't think that's going to be in that. I don't know if Morgase is in the show. I, yeah. I don't think. I. I yeah. I think she's, like, very a side character because what happened to her, honestly, at this point hasn't even really mattered. So I think no. But I do think that Lan and Nynaeve. 
their first time. Well, no, they've already fucked. They've already fucked. We've already the show. seen it. But uh, oh, I think we that, get to see. Oh their... fuck! I forgot they had sex. That sucks. Now they're wedding. Oh, that. I forgot they had sex on the show. Yeah, I forgot too until this moment. Their wedding is. Con- <sighs> I hope we see their wedding and we're not just told about it. I don't know how I feel about that now. Yeah. I, I really like that moment. Bet- I like that, like, Nynaeve and Alain finally have sex, and then she, like, shows up different the next day. And, like, she's, she like... She got dicked down. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's really... That's a moment I'm going to miss in the show. Because they've already done it. Like, the, like their yeah. sexual relationship is essentially going to be... Is, it just isn't going to be as meaningful. Because they just kind of, like, did it one night in an inn. I mean, here's the thing. I I firmly believe you should have sex with a person to see if you're compatible before you get married. But <laughs> Sure, it just it, it like drastically changes the storyline of like cuz now, oh, cuz now when yeah. Moraine passes the bond to not Nynaeve, the that's going to be so much fucking weirder because they have this like physical intimacy between him and Nynaeve. Yeah. When it goes to what, what, not Marilla, the other M fucking Marala, whatever her name is. Yeah, that That's so much weirder now. Like, honestly, maybe they just cut that. Maybe she, oh, Maureen just passes the bond to Nynaeve. Yeah, there's no reason for the middle bit. Okay. Yeah. That actually makes sense. Having them have sex now and then having Maureen pass the bond to Nynaeve earlier, that's a change for the show that I might actually get behind. Because I don't, I really don't like the... I, the the whole land being having this bond passed to some random woman thing we yeah, weren't fans of anyway. No, it's not. I'm not. I'm not into it. Um, yeah, I'm not into that at all. Yeah, no, it does mean it does it does mean that it's different for them. But I, I don't know. I don't like hate it. I just wish. I just wish the build up. I I wish they'd waited until like season two. Like I wish that we'd had more. I wish the build up had been to the it tension. More. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just meeting some like random people, land knows. Mm-hmm. Which, which is also weird. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, well, we might have different opinions when we finished all the books. That is that is fair. But um, we did manage to make this a three-hour podcast still. Sorry, y'all. No, I like it's, talking. It's fun. Honestly, I think we should cut this section out and put it as like a like short or something for people who like, not into book club, but for like show like speculations. So we, we, we talked about some interesting stuff. All right. Know? Uh, y'all, thank you so much for a great podcast today. Uh, if you want to follow us on the internet, I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Clarice Polaris. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, hit the dislike button, leave me in comments down below because the algorithm god is hungry and we must feed her. This episode of the algorithm goddess is naive because that pussy is thirsty for Lan's thick, meaty rod. Uh, <laughs> there's your smut corner, you animals. We will see you next week for chapters 16 through 22, I believe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do something nerdy tonight put some love on the mods uh and i want to thank everyone for not spoiling us yet again uh we went another week without ruining the ending of this franchise that means way more to me than i think you guys really understand um robert jordan thanks so much i know i complain about you a lot but i do love you um we should we should keep a counter on book club for how many days we have not been spoiled for the wheel of time no because we don't know what day you got spoiled on galad uh fair that's fair. The one, the only spoiler in this entire adventure has been you finding out that Galad becomes a white cloak. Yeah, but then it happened. Like but then half it happened two later. chapters later. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you know, I don't count that. I, it's fine. Do something nerdy tonight, y'all. That thumbnail was from Sandman. Uh, don't worry about it. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>